Welcome to the Geek Domination Podcast. I'm your host, Zane Coppage. With me this week is Cody Spitzelberger. What's up? And Anthony Tyson. Coffee. <laughs> Today is April 4th, 2015. It is Saturday, actually. It's Saturday. We're, We're recording, recording this early because, because of Easter. of Easter. Yep. So, here we go. Uh, let's get started. How was, how was the week? How have you guys been doing? Good. The week's been okay. Yeah. Um, busy with school and work and everything working in retail the week of a holiday is always the worst especially yeah especially like a grocery retail yeah exactly it's absolutely slammed all week um for the gamings i did i played a little bit with the new hearthstone stuff yep it's really fucking fun nice um the heroic modes are really fucking difficult like stupidly unfair almost gotcha and it just makes me really angry like the heroic modes in that solo content it's like if you don't have a perfect opening hand, you might as well concede. Because <laughs> you're just gonna, you're just gonna lose. <laughs> Literally, it's, give up now. It's so bad. Like the first boss, like has an ability that every turn he pulls a random minion from your deck and his deck and just puts it on the field. Okay, and heroic, he ha- he does that same ability, but it pulls one for you and two for him every oh, single fuck turn. That. Yeah, and this is oh, so dumb. That is gay. This is absolutely <coughs> ridiculous. That is just dumb. Difficult. Um. Yeah, that's really it. Wow. Yeah. I haven't touched my PS4 except for like once this week. Yeah. It's been so busy with school. Makes sense. I got it. I don't remember if I was talking to you when you were. Yeah, because you texted me. You're like, I'm going to get the handsome collection later this week. And I was like, I'm probably not going to get it until school's over. Yeah. Because I'm just yeah. like, this last like six weeks is going to be Is this, murder. by the way, is this your last semester? Yes and no. Okay. It's going to be my last difficult semester. Uh, La- or fall is going to be like eight credits. It's literally just everything I have left that I haven't been able to fit into my schedule. But it's like the the really minute shit. You know? It's like I have to take another recording arts elective, another music performance elective, and like either like piano three or like a guitar or something like oh, okay. super simple. But it won't be like all like the actual senior level. Hey, let's work your asses off because you're about to graduate classes. Right. Which is this semester? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well. uh... How, how have you been this week, Anthony? What have you been getting into? Well, like my intro implied, I'm drinking a wonderful mug of coffee. Recovering <laughs> um, from almost. a very long-ass week. I was going to say, is that just yeah. a perfect euphemism? I'm right there with you. Yes. Actually, coffee is 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 a great one. Um, I, uh, I had a 50-plus hour week Ugh. at work, which That's shitty. was because of last week I had like a sick day, and I'm trying to save as much PTO hours as I can for right. a trip that I'm going on with Katie in uh, uh, May. I want to nice. say it's the 18th through the 20-something, yeah. uh, which, by the way, I won't be here for that oh, week. Well, gotcha, um, gotcha. But it's, it's a grad calendars. trip. So. Anthony won't be here that week. Yeah. Whenever Basically, that week you is. you don't have to watch listen to that week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, you'll actually, just... please do. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but uh, but yeah, other than that though, it's been it's been pretty fun. I get uh, I watched uh, it follows. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really really interesting. I I like I like it, but I know it's a movie that a lot of people are not going to enjoy because it's very it's it's literally looks like a film student's project film. But okay. with like a good like budget, like story yeah, wise, or end. actually like visually, <clears throat> or just in general, everything really. Yeah, it screams it like screams the rich retro. kid in f- film school. Somewhat, but like okay. this is a, like an actual like director, director. Like he's not in film right. school or anything. But yeah, like the tone of it, um, 
the it's like reason for existence, which is to remind you of eighties slasher flicks. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, I like it straight up reminds you of like Halloween and like Friday the Thirteenth and stuff like that. Um, okay. But <clears throat> there's like so much retro stuff in it, and like just as a like a film fan in general, and for me being a nineties <clears throat> kid that loves that shit, uh, I loved it. But I know it's it's a really weird premise to get over. Literally, AIDS is real. And it follows you in a amalgamation of terror. Like, oh, like it's uh, it, it is a no. It, okay, here, the manifestation. Here it's of the AIDS? manifestation of AIDS, but in, okay. in like demon form. So my worst nightmare. Rent meets horror. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's not bad. Um, I literally labeled my review AIDS a cautionary tale. Oh, like, nice. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the it's it's a demon that like follows the victim of the last person it was following before like, and that like person AIDS. that had sex with it. So so for example, this guy at the beginning of the film, right. He has sex with the main protagonist and the main protagonist is now followed by whatever it is and it literally follows whoever has had person has had sex with said person last. So then like she has sex with someone else and that person follows him, yeah. and then she tries to randomly have sex with someone else, and then it follows so them. So basically, but it always keeps coming back to her because it goes to the person. Like after it kills that person, it comes back to you. So basically, oh, okay. this yeah. movie's um, overarching uh, message is attempting to be a massive skank will just fix all of your problems. No, it no. Won't. because it'll it keeps her, following. It, worse. it keeps following <laughs> you. You can't get rid of it. That's that's the message. It's the reverse. It's like yeah. don't have sex, I guess, or be careful who you. Yeah, have at sex the other day, celibacy is what they're trying to. <laughs> slu- I mean, like, I'm sure that's not what it the right. film intended, but yeah, right. that's kind of what it winds up being. I mean, yeah, it's I'm like all, a huge allegory. I'm all yeah, for that's... movies that promote being a skank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, believe me, believe me, there are some fucking skanks in that film. There that's all sure. I'm sure. If, I mean, if, if she's getting around is, and yeah. she's the main character, there's some boobies, there's some tits, there's Got some, it. Okay. there's some stuff. Yeah, and Niggling it's fun. graphic just cause fuck it. 80s yeah, style. and the, the monster is really creepy and horrible. And I actually did have a jump scare. Uh, oh. I don't really succumb to jump scares too often because I find them cliche. But when they're done well, they work. And this movie is pretty good at those. I hate jump scares. They don't actually make me scared, but I do react. Yeah. See, it, I'm the opposite. Like, so, I hate them, but I normally don't react. Like, I'll do the whole bad. like jolting backward motion and kind of go wide eyed and just sort of look at it and go, "Fuck you!" Like, I actually, uh, god damn. So it. I know I told I'm you. Not guys, even really scared. I just. God I know damn I it. told you about this, but for my midterm for one of my classes, I had to watch a movie in surround and yeah, analyze it. Yeah, yeah. And there was actually a jump scare that got me in Inception because of the surround sound alone. Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, that that movie. Audio is the bigger thing for me, actually. Perfect. Oh, it's. I've realized oh, wow. audio is the biggest thing because there's times where I'll be in those things and I can just do this much, like not even full cover, just front cover my ears, and it's enough to stop the scare for me. Like I'm like That's oh funny. I'm See, completely immune now. This is <laughs> weird. <laughs> oh, I'm just immune from being scared. I'm just gonna walk around like this all the time. <laughs> it's gonna be dumb forever. <laughs> um, oh but this movie, like, not only is really good at those like audio aspects of the scare. Yeah. It's really good at the visualization of that. I said that really weird. Yeah. Visualization there of you that. Go. Sorry. There you go. Um, it's it's really really good, and the soundtrack is probably one of the best I've heard this year. Um. Nice. Please check out the soundtrack if nothing else alone. It's really, really fucking good. 
Really, and really in good. for an in-depth review, of course, go over to Anthony's review page. Please, yes. Uh, Tyson um, Brothers uh, review. In fact, actually, I think it's just called Tyson Brothers on the, the Yeah, Facebook I think page. it's on Facebook pages, Tyson Brothers, but yeah, yeah that is that is now our, our official reviewer page as yes. well. Yeah, so. yes. And then uh, also check out Geek Domination. I might, depending on what the thing is, I might, you know, do it on both or one. Yeah, like for larger films, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, check it out. And then anything oh, else? And um, gaming pretty much just covered the basics. Like I didn't yeah. do a lot of gaming this week. I did yeah. a bit of Dragon Age, a little bit of DBZ. It's about it. Um, and I've been currently spending a lot of my time on uh, when I when I had the moment at least last night. Tarkin, okay, the Star Wars yep. book. It's yep. really really good. Yep. Yeah, I enjoy nice. it a lot because I love it when you take a character that was largely left as a one one note. Villain yeah, yeah, and kind of expound on his personality and why he is the way he is and I always Tarkin's like he's a badass yeah well that's the that thing that's the funny thing about the Star Wars mythos is like the movies never portrayed those like commander roles in the Empire as being all that like active you know they're, they're commanders so they're just sort of speaking roles but then like books and comic books have shown like no those guys are the, like they are there for a reason they are in that some position. of them yeah some of them are idiots yeah some are but, but there's been a few tarkin tarkin he's that he's he's called grand moff tarkin for a reason yeah and exactly from the beginning of his inception into what he was doing you find out that he and the palpa and palpatine were like best buds that like, makes sense he's oh, largely sense. He's the, the brightest and chappiest of fellows yes yes quite quite right. uh, <laughs> but yeah like it's really cool because he did makes a lot of comparisons that like jedi and sith have their um rites of passage so to speak and tarkin is one of the few exceptions of not being either a jedi or a sith but he had his own um in a matter of speaking too which okay. that part where they explain what he went through to obtain his philosophy so to speak yeah yeah um is really really cool so That's i'd cool. definitely check out that book if you enjoy either a good read or you're a star wars fan Definitely. If you're to continue kind of like along that same thought process, there was a one of the last Dark Horse runs on Star Wars was a series that was Darth Vader and the Shadow Prison or something like that. It was something to do with the prison. Um, but basically, a bunch of the former Jedi that had been caught rather than killed by Order 66, right? 66? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, called it's Order 66. 66. Um, they were all locked up in this one prison that was called like I think, I'm pretty sure it's the shadow prison because they were it was oh. supposed to be like never known about yeah, 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 prison. ghost yeah, prison yeah, 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 thank yeah. you thank you um but it shows off how this one-armed uh middle ranking officer goes from being just a literally one arm he's missing his left arm or his right arm I can't remember which one is missing but he's missing one of them and he's got like these horrible scorch burns on his face but he kind of shadows Darth Vader, and Darth Vader just like watch, listen, and that's all he tells him. And so this kid, he's he's literally like probably like a twenty something fresh out of the academy with a bunch of war injuries, goes from being that to being like one of the top people under Vader's command because he just knew how to keep his mouth shut and do what he needed to get done. And it was such a good comic. <clears throat> I would I would have to read it before I make any final thoughts. Yeah. Um, but the thing I like about 
this book is yeah. that again not just Tarkin is expounded upon you mm-hmm. see some stuff from Sidious's perspective and then also from Vader's which nice. Vader is really really intriguing in Tarkin because he's like still at the beginning of him getting used to like the Empire and what he did in the past so he's finally gotten over the oh I did something bad morality now he's starting to take that like you failed me for the last time commander you know kind of thing yeah and it's just funny because he's this has like been like a month or two in from the empire finally taking out like the remnants of the uh of the like the last uh rebellion which was the uh confederacy mm-hmm. and yeah he's just like he's a badass and i love him and he and tarkin just work so well together you really understand why they are a kind of cohesive unit in the fourth that's cool movie so yeah check it out it's good yeah, just so that you can kind of see. So what's cool is, like, it actually features two officers-type roles alongside Vader in this in this short. I think it was, like, a six-issue run. Um, but this is one of the characters. Here's a better close-up. Um, he's that guy. He's actually an officer that's he heavily modified. looks like modified. Darth Malik. Yeah, he's also heavily modified in, like, 10% essentially of what Vader has going on, but very similar augmentations. And then this is the kid that I was talking about. Like, this is even the moment when that happened, like, it he saw his parents tied to a pi- couple pillars with bl- explosives and got they got blown up and then in the process he got scarred up and lost an arm Jesus yeah. Christ yeah yeah there's some darkness to the Star Wars universe oh, for absolutely. Sure. yeah absolutely but yeah this was a really good one basically the prison experiences like a heavy power outage and all the prisoners start escaping and so Vader has to go in and kill all of the prisoners which are former force users former Jedi there's there's another so cool. book that has a similar premise that I really really enjoyed. It was called um, uh, man, actually fuck, I can't yep. remember the name, but it had to do with uh, prisoners getting infected with a like a sort of like a zombie like disease. Okay, they returned back from the dead, and a troop of um like stormtroopers yeah. that were called like the death unit because they were sent <sighs> so on cool. big hits comes in and they have to wipe out the entire prison and kill everything and contain the virus it's one of the most weird like combinations of horror and sci-fi i've seen like it it's it like the the tone of it if Mm. it was brought into a movie it would look like event horizon that's awesome yeah it's cool well yeah just really good storyline that yours made me think of it like oh yeah other storylines where the officers have shown off being badasses here's i just you know and that's that's one of like the good (laughs) and the bad things about this whole eu switch is like that stuff doesn't count anymore i mean it's great like certain things are still approved of and universe. it's more or less no every approved on a situation by situation mm. basis by disney whenever they want to well they could do that in the future but yeah. what they've come out and officially said yeah. is that everything from the past is gone and right. well and what's interesting with the exceptions is that, of the movies and clone Wars. well and what's interesting is that i'm curious I would need to read into it more, but the and now the, the, the dark horse stuff that was done after the deal. Because I, as like, far as I know, that still doesn't count. Right. Like, if you go on to starwars.com, they have an official list. And what's yeah. really weird, and this is where you can kind of smell the tides of what you're saying coming, mm-hmm. um, is that they list only a few of the things that have come out and none of the comics are mentioned. Yep. None of the comics are mentioned as a canon yet, which is weird because technically back, it would be by their statement. One thing that reminds me of actually, this is... This one doesn't count for anything, but it's just really cool that they did it. And that was that they turned the original script in the last year and a half 
uh, the original like drafts before the rewrites and everything else of George Lucas's original Star Wars storyline into comic books. It's not canon, of course, but it's a visual representation of what that original script was. And like Skywalker was a character that's like who looks more like what Ben Starkiller did. His name was Starkiller. Well, no, that's the thing is that there's different characters, and so Skywalker was a different character within that mythos as well. He was actually he wasn't the hero. That's the funny part. No, yeah, I know. Like yeah. I, his name was Starkiller. Right, there's that guy. But that that, what I was getting at is that they used the name Skywalker in a different area yeah. altogether. Yeah. And so like they feature that character when he shows up. I was just like, okay, yeah, I remember all this stuff because I remember too the Starkiller thing because there's been so many references to that name over the years. They want to use him constantly as a homage to that original storyline, but. I got the first issue and I haven't picked up any of the others because like they came out at such a weird time that I missed out on a bunch of sure. them. But um, that was a really cool little last like hurrah moment from Dark Horse of like here's this thing. That was when Chewbacca looked retarded. <laughs> like it was all poor goofy. Chewbacca. I think that's the main reason why they switched over to the EU is because he got killed by a moon. Yeah. I can't make monkey noises at all. Not right now. At any rate, what have you done this week? Let's see. So, did a little bit of Dragon Age with you on Monday, um, which was pretty good. Um, We got to experience the Spotify dropping on PlayStation, which was really kind of cool because, like, it was the first time you turn your PS4 on. It was, like, the first thing that would pop up um, on the application bar, and then it would just say, like, click a button and download. So, I downloaded it. Seriously, like, can I just stress how yeah, great yeah. this is? I killed Krillin while listening to Romstein. There you go. Yeah. Do yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, going back to me real quick, because this is my yeah. I also, because um, I texted you about this, too. I actually, and I've noticed I do this at almost the same time every single year. I actually played a little bit of Diablo this week. Yeah. And yeah. had a fucking blast with it. Oh, yeah. And I texted him, and you can join on in this when you have the cash, but we're probably both going to get it for PS4. Because it's $30 right now. Like, that's the new title price. Here's the thing. There are a lot of titles that I'm curious in picking up, and maybe it would be fun on the PS4 because I'm largely realizing PS4 is the game system that I'm going to be using for playing with people. Uh Yeah. And that would be cool, but... Here's the thing. I'm really getting fucking tired of deleting off like half of my library. Half I, of my I keep library having to do that too. Now. I keep having so to do that. So when I can get another like thing like what Nyko was doing with the hard drive oh, for I PS4, know. maybe I'll do it. But not until then. Yeah, I was putting up my plans for that actually just as in my head. I was like, okay, so then now that this 2.5 uh, update adds backup feature, I'm going to back up all my hard drive. And then once the Nyko releases with the expanded, I'll be able to expand and reload it back on. Because I'm sure, like, Destiny takes up a huge fucking chunk of my oh, hard yeah. drive, especially Absolutely. with all the updates now. Between Battlefield and Destiny, <sighs> yeah, it, sure. it's insane. Those two games are like... Dragon Age. Dragon Age, I forgot, is, is another 43 gigs on top of it. Yep. Like, but, yeah, we were talking about it because, like, we were looking at the GameStop, just physical price. And, yeah, it's $30 new, like, 28 seven used or something like that 25 with a power-up yeah but and so that's like, the one that has like everything released on yeah it. yeah exactly it has the entire souls, everything, everything for 25 it has the cool. um 2.0 on it which basically fixed the game in a sense that like it fixed all the gearing problems and everything yeah. i think it even has the um the legendary buff the thing that they did where they had like the the 100 percent legendary drop increase on a yeah. weekend yep. and then they just made that flat line yep yep so so 
We yeah. were definitely thinking like, oh, it's been far enough that they've now fixed everything. They've done all the updates, the additions. Like now is probably the fine time to go in and get that and mess around with it a I little think bit. I think so. that game probably actually works incredibly well on console. Probably better than PC in my opinion. Probably more stabilized. I was going to say a lot of people have been saying that. Like when it first came out, a mm. lot of people were complaining. But then because everyone was complaining and they got you know that got feedback better. back. Yeah, they, they went ahead I mean, and after, like fixed I mean, it up by the time the update released for that one that you have. Mm. Souls, a year and a like, half perfect. or so? Yeah. Sent Reaper? Yeah. About, I mean, like Diablo's had arguably one of the roughest launches. I mean, the yeah. fact that it took oh all of God. Blizzard servers down for like two days after launch. I remember well, that. And it was a part of that whole like half a year where everyone was complaining about DRM with Sims and everything. Oh, like yeah, that. I remember that. Yep, that yeah. was the same way. I mean, yeah, that was like the biggest thing. It was like, even if I'm not playing with friends, why do I have to be online? And it was yeah. Just, it's the it was kids. silly, but uh, yeah, so we were considering that um, mostly because like I had just also booked a trip with Katie that's in two weeks. We'll be back in time for the podcast. I made okay, sure good. That, yeah, yeah, I made sure that uh, <laughs> we're coming back on Saturday, but okay. we're just going down to Pagosa Springs, just going to hang out with the hot springs, and nice. we found a nice little cabin on the river kind of place that that's we can awesome. rent out. So Yeah, that's good. It was kind of funny because while we were looking for a bunch of like cabins and stuff for like these kind of trips up into the mountains with all the uh, hot springs, because that was our thing. We just wanted to fucking go sit in a natural hot tub and soak away all the fucking aches and pains of working nonstop. There you go. And... We were looking. Almost all of them are the rustic kind to the point where there's, like, no electricity of any kind whatsoever. Rip. And I was like, you know, I don't even care about being on my phone or connected to the world. I just would like to have a charge on my phone periodically or, you know, be able to plug in and watch a movie at night after we go and do stuff. That'd be cool. I was going to say, like, it's always good to have that feeling of, like... Like a I, like a safeguard. Well, yeah, just even no, like, like emergency situations. Yeah, it's yeah. like the fact that like we forget our phones somewhere anymore, oh and like God, literally yeah. like Katie you had can't a panic function. attack this you week. You can't oh, function. Yeah, um, it's so bad. Which yeah, like in my head, I was just like, yeah, I wouldn't really care about my phone. It's more or less like I'd like to be able to watch a movie at the end of the night and I'd not have to bring my laptop and then charge my laptop in my car. Like that's yeah. the one thing I wanted to avoid. So we found one, and it's a nice place down in uh near pagosa so that's like four hours south cool. but yeah uh so we're doing that later this month but that set my you know my plans for my money out a little bit differently so i was like okay if i'm gonna get a game it's gotta be cheaper and you perfectly were able to be like hey here's something that's cheap <laughs> like let's do and this so it's pretty cheap and like you could drop so many hours into it if yeah. you cared enough yeah exactly you know what else is cheap motherfuckers mm. hell divers I know. Oh my god. I know. It's basically the same game, it's, but I mean. But, well, true, but like yeah, slightly is. more twin shooter. Yeah, twin shooter. I mean the fact so like so going back to like the Diablo thing, so like Shitty I like shooty. It's fun. I know. I know. <laughs> so like I started playing Diablo, I started leveling a wizard and just like the absolute joy of I'm playing on a higher difficulty than my first yeah, level because yeah. you get so much more experience and everything. It's stupid. Yeah. But just the the joy of the wizard just click one button literally everything in an area just explodes just one hit aoe everything i'm just like why is everyone not a wizard in this game like it would just it just yeah. breaks the game it's so well dumb. and like the big reason for handsome collection is because it's technically diablo fps You're right i mean i that's can never get is. into that or um in the borderlands yeah for whatever reason a part of it was because i always played it by myself and that's a game i mean that's the that's the exclusive reason why people stop playing like yeah. that's almost the only reason people stop like they don't like the humor 
I can understand what people would like, but you can easily zone that out. Like if people don't aren't into the humor, they can zone that out and not pay attention to it. But the biggest driving factor for people to stop playing Borderlands is no one else to play with. Uh, yeah, I think that definitely is the biggest. And then the second thing for me was eventually I realized like it was just like Destiny. It was just like they kept adding like Like, i feel like i'm on an infinite circle like i liked that they released four dlc like exclusive missions to a game like the dungeons and dragon one was pretty fun i like that that. but the other ones were kind of felt mediocre to me like no i kind of agree actually like the wrestling one was actually kind of funny i I love i love but it was boring the humor of yeah of uh torg that's yeah torg's whatever explosions yeah yeah that guy is hilarious just that that character is like great. i want to go to wrestlemania yeah it's it's whole <laughs> which was actually on sunday i forgot that happened oh this yeah week. that's right i haven't watched it i haven't watched anything from Same. it yet but uh yeah um yeah so like with with borderlands though it's definitely a game that if you're not playing with at least one other person it's pretty much the worst game to play yeah um but yeah like I'm down to get Diablo probably at some point. Um, I'll have to recheck everything again, but I'm pretty sure I'm good for it. And then um, kind of early to announce, but uh, you and I are probably going to wind up going to SGC this summer. So began really plotting that that line out for that. So we, we'll be at the Screw Attack Game Conference probably in July, July 17th through the 19th. Yep. Might even record some of this here there. Probably so, will. Probably will. Nice. Yeah. Maybe try to get a couple of interviews. Who knows? We'll see. Cool. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so like that, all that's kind of getting plotted out right now. So money's kind of just in the air, waiting to be kind of placed down on pl- right. spots. Um, but yeah, so I got Spotify up and running just fine. Which I, knowing that this was coming, have been kind of redabbling in like the app on my phone and redabbling at the at work with it, kind of getting my playlist all set up and stuff. Got on and immediately just ran it perfectly fine. Yep. What's great is once you leaked your phone. Oh, yeah, I saw it. You can control it from your phone. Phone, yes. Yeah, so it does cool. live. Like, so it's cool. It's like you can be playing. And, like, I have my phone set up right now for 10-minute uh, lights cycles so that mm-hmm. I can um, do stuff on it. Like, I was doing it heavily for this for a long time when we were setting up our news section and stuff. I was looking up the news on my phone, writing it down. That was those earlier days before we got into the actual laptop stuff. But what's nice, like, I got this nice widget up here that's Spotify. I've got the same one. Yeah. And it's just so easy to just hit next, and it's instantaneous. No delay at all. Just the moment you press the button through the speakers, it switches to the next track. I was going to say, I love how you don't have to reconnect to your system every time, too. That is really great how it like, yeah. saves that. Because I know with um, before when I was doing the controlling with YouTube thing with the yeah. tablet, it makes you reconnect every single time. With annoying. With uh, Music Unlimited, it was a problem that every time you wanted to, act, like, if you wanted to just change the song, you just hold the PS button, and up at the top was a player that you could use just R1, yeah. L1 kind of switch. What's shitty about it was that if you wanted to go back to the app, it had to reload from the start. Like, you were starting up the app again. I'm like, fucking just go to the player. Like, it's not difficult. But what's cool is since I had a, a, a subscription active in the month of March, they gave me two months free plus, or premium for Spotify. So, like... I get to choose the song I want to play on the actual songs list, which usually they're like, you can't actually do that if you're not getting the premium version. You no, have for Spotify, the only difference is between regular and premium is it's no, no from the from the app, like from this, you can't do that. Like when I was on here, the biggest thing that was yelling at me whenever I was not premium was I'd be under the songs tab, 
like the songs that you liked or whatever uh-huh. list. And when you wanted to change to a song you want from another song, you're not allowed to do that. From the app? That's interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember this. Yeah, I had encountered a similar That problem. was one of the restrictions for not being premium. That's one of the ways they get you. So, like, I would be on a song, and then, like, say I want to switch to another track. I would have to exit out, close Spotify, reopen it, and then select that's that as the starting track. But Maybe it's because I just didn't dabble much in the phone app until I was premium. I never even noticed that yeah. feature. Yeah, exactly. So. How much is premium a month? Ten bucks. Five if you're a student. Ten bucks a month. Nice. <laughs> Cody's all like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only benefit right now. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a lot of small little handouts. Five dollars. Yeah. Five dollars. Um, gonna go buy me some Starbucks. But yeah, so we played some uh, Dragon Age. Uh, you got to actually get some hand time, hands on time with multiplayer. Yeah, it was it was interesting. It straight up is like Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Yeah. yeah. It. I mean, minus the cover based shooting. It's, it, it's it's the gameplay style of Dragon Age with the Mass Effect setup through and through. I love that setup. It works really well. I yeah, would I love if they had put trophies in for it because it would get other people that I know. Oh, that's right. To, there's no trophies. There's for no it. trophies oh, for God, multiplayer. Yeah. And so like we're down to just play multiplayer because it's fun. But I know several people that they need that incentive and like Neo exactly. Yeah. And so to get him to play with us would, uh, it would be great if they just add some. Uh, trophies to that but uh call them all just the, the neo pack absolutely right. ridiculous trophies for neo to be invested into the multiplayer i know right but uh yeah so i did that been messing around a little bit with my um two-hand elf a little bit just did some minor stuff with her and didn't really do a whole lot um and then did a little bit of destiny this week uh mess with inferno multiplayer we got into some a match or two with that oh yeah i forgot about that um yeah that was fun i, I really actually really enjoy it. it um it forces fights to happen more often there's not a lot of there is actually like periodically in a fight you will find yourself like running around a map like where the hell is everybody i have no clue where anyone's at whatsoever but then like the moment you find somebody you find everybody <laughs> like it's yeah that kind because of... yeah it requires like a lot more cooperation with teams and yep. reliability on map structure and map regular yeah regular like tactics like one-on-one you know like I'll, sometimes I'll go around yeah sometimes people like get so used to the radar that they're incapable of thinking another way which makes inferno really interesting it throws that on its head and said if you only rely on radar you're gonna be fucked yeah which if you're playing by yourself like the radar is so necessary because you have no other call outs but when you're playing with a team like the moment we were up to like two or three people we're immediately better like it showed you you knew and i wrecked shop for Uh, so many matches yeah that was so good um it was really fun honestly like i had a blast with that and then uh beyond that i signed on yesterday real quick just to knock out some of the zer stuff i finally got sunbreakers on my warlock just because reasons and feel like oh yeah i started i started messing around my titan oh god i know it's that time of year again is it yeah 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 <laughs> so i'm having fun with it because i'm leveling up her bubble stuff that whole tree defender and i'm finding it to be really enjoyable just like i have a setup right now where she melees and just drops orbs like that's the oh, yeah. setup of defender and so like i just love singing the corner just one orb one orb one orb one orb just consistently all the time and i'm like that's that's pretty neat that's pretty fun um found out she just doesn't have any of the the dark below 
content, like doing all those missions again. Oh, for the my first time. second lock doesn't have any of that. I'm just like, I don't care enough. Well, like I was going to do it just to the point of unlocking Omnigul. Yeah, but like the only reason I would want to do Omnigul on that tune is Nightfall weeklies weekly. and nightfalls. And yeah. as long as I'm not the leader, I can still do them. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're, and those are just so fucking annoying as it is. So when you do those and you get them over with, you're like, I never want to go do that again. True. It was fun the first time. It was. Oh yeah, it was great time. the first time, and then it happened like five or six other times, and then you're just like, God damn. This but takes forever. more or less, She's I was annoying. doing it for the sake of the XP bonuses because it's getting her up faster. Right. And it's easier than, well, it it's easier because it's just a simple setup than a normal bounty. Like a normal bounty might be like, you know, however many headshots on an enemy without dying, whereas this is just like just do the mission. Do the mission. You know what I also learned. Uh, I think it was last week that I was never aware of before. What's that? So do you know, did you know if you have experience or you're getting experience, like say from Bounty, okay. and you have like three pieces of gear on that need experience, it actually splits them all up amongst all those. So if you're working on like one specific thing, it's best to only have that as the thing that needs experience and it gets all the experience from your bounties. Oh yeah. So it's like experience share. See, I thought it basically, gave, I thought it gave out that experience like, all of that apparently like not one. okay that, that see is i'd assume they split it up but i felt like so like basically it's if you get a thousand experience and you have two pieces of gear yeah. that need it one each one gets 500 or if you just have one piece that gets the entire 1000 basically level that up explains quicker. a lot because sometimes i felt like my gear was like leveling up very slowly yeah. and that would explain why it was okay that's interesting yeah i didn't i didn't realize that i thought it was like i don't equal remember where for i saw that the last week but i was like oh okay Nice. Good to know. It might have been from a Dado thing. Destiny knowledge. But uh, that's pretty awesome. That'll help a lot going forward. Um, I messed around with the horrible gun of Husk of the Pit a little bit more. I don't know what you're talking about. It's the best gun in the game. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> um, I mean, the extra eight attack on, in combination with that oh just obscene fire rates and... <laughs> Just the fact that I can unlock two clips into an acolyte and it still has a sliver of health. I'm just well, like, I mean, oh, wow, okay. I mean, wow. I don't think you understand that the goal of Necrochasm is not to kill anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just to... To annoy everybody? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just to piss you off. Basically. Realistically, I was just like, I don't even care. Like, I just kind of want to see oh, what Eidolon is like a little bit because I've been sitting on this one husk of the pit for fucking like three months now and I'm just like, I'm curious. But I had no real intention. I mean, the it. fact that like I have to try to use it, it's just like, oh, arc burns on. Yeah, I'll use necrochasm. Oh God, I'm dying. Probably because I'm using necrochasm. Yeah. I remember when like that was first released that those guns would like level up and everything. It's like, okay. It's such a cool excited, concept. It's but, such cool concept. Yeah, it's the but, dumbest like, gun ever. Yeah, and then I heard about like what it ended up being, and I'm like, I'm never gonna care. And I remember that was the same with everyone else. So there's like probably like say take like out of a group of a thousand. Probably like fifty or less have that gun and leveled up all the way. I got it for my second crow to kill. Well, yeah, there are like a lot of people Shit, that do it, or, but like for the or majority, swag of the on his first crow to kill. Yeah, swag got it to drop on his first crow to kill on hard. Nice. That's like good. he got so dumb luck with that. Like, glowhu, crux, just a same drop. Um. So I just want to kind of touch on our emotional state on this one, but uh, we'll talk about the actual content of the Flash episode this week. I just more or less want to hear 
your reaction to it more than anything else right now. There's that like famous picture of me after watching the Flash episode. It's just basically like a guy limp just over a couch. <laughs> I think that was just the collective internet after this week. It was just like, <sighs> what? <laughs> it's okay. I'll put it. Do this I way. need to put my earmuffs on? No, not okay. quite. I mean, we'll, we'll keep it spoiler free. We'll keep free. it as spoiler free as possible. I'm. I won't even say anything beyond the, this sentence, which is the Wells backstory was so cool until the special effects of what they did with that other guy came into play. That was oh, the yeah. first one. I was like, God damn it. They just need a bigger budget. They really need one back. That's, that's how I feel about powers. Yeah. I really am enjoying the story of okay, powers. You're but like, it? it looks fucking stupid. Sometimes yeah. you'll see somebody and it's like, Doo! you can clearly <laughs> tell when they're wearing wires. In oh that my show. God. Yeah. Oh my, that's bad. bad. Like you cannot tell by like, they did a good job editing wires out, making the costumes even look pretty slimmed down so you can't see the harnesses that well. But the motions they're doing are clearly harness motions, and that's it's that's bad. what's the difficult part of that show. My favorite thing that came out of this week was that picture I sent you. The uh, Barry Allen is so fast, he literally runs himself back into the friend, friend zone. zone. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Time travel ruined his relationship possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's as much as I'll give you there. But then we got a, what was it, minute 50? Minute 50 trailer, I think. At For the, the rest end. of the season. I'm just like, well, if anyone hasn't watched any of the episodes, they're just Well, and what's even funnier about that is that we have got two episodes before the start of that five-episode portion. That's the trailer that was shown to us is the last five episodes of the season. No, got... they showed scenes from the next episode. No, it says it all starts April 14th. And that's the next episode. We don't have an episode this week. Well... There you go. But still, it's the last five episodes. <laughs> right. It's still the last five episodes of the series that they're showing off. And a lot of it crosses over heavily with Arrow. Yeah, we got to see. The next one is an Arrow crossover. I yeah. mean, the Batman crossover. Do yeah, people Batman. even like uh, Batman anymore? AKA Arrow? Uh, people still fucking love it. And I General Populace adores it. But General Populace also doesn't have the fond memories of hearing Oliver Queen quipping some like witty line. I was going to say, like. Enemy. I don't know if this was the point for a lot of people like you and, and yeah, Cody, yeah. but I know for one person in particular that I really – I listen to a lot of his stuff because I listen to AMC Movie News. Right, John right, Campia, right. Yeah, John. which is like the, the senior editor over there, he was like a huge Arrow fan mm-hmm. up until he said like season three, episode like two or three. Yeah, it's because when they started like Batman Season three again. really sucked apparently. They borrow heavily from Batman. Okay. Um, Ra's al Ghul is the main villain right now. Which, like I said, it does make sense because, like, Malcolm Merlin was a exiled League of Assassin guy. Yeah. Like, that's who he was. So he's part of the mythos, sure. But there was a trailer mid-season that, for an episode that we clearly did not watch, but I saw that was, I'm going to be Ra's al Ghul. That was what Oliver Queen said in an episode after the whole, like, hubbub of him getting stabbed by Ra's al Ghul at the mid-season finale. So, like... By the way, for anyone who thinks this is spoilers, it's literally plastered over the internet, so you probably already knew that. Well, I've avoided it until this moment. No, right, yeah. Hashtag I spoilers. But, um, yeah, I like his new costume. It looks like a dark green version of the League of Assassins costumes yeah, from that cool. series, that whole so world. So Oliver Queen is Ra's al Ghul now? No, he's... He's in- taking... The whole concept is similar to like what happened in Marvel Comics where Daredevil eventually took over the, the Hand, which is a, an evil organization on par with like AIM and stuff uh, like that. Ra's al Ghul like, wanted to train Oliver. Basically... The sa- he's yeah. becoming Batman. Yeah. Batman. So okay. literally, like, Ra's goes around the world finding c- candidates who could possibly take his mantle of 
head of the demon and Batman straight up turned him down whereas Oliver's a little bit more morally skewed and is like some people need to die well, sure have Talia and Oliver shagged yet because if ha- so the, uh, he is Batman Talia's sister no... probably because oh, I know really? that, that, that she's in the show and oh she's an assassin God. in the show so probably I'm excited for the next episode of Arrow or Flash show because it's yeah uh, it's Flash back to, back to the good show. Arrow <laughs> and Adam and, and Firestorm and Firestorm all coming back. Nice. Grodd get, is getting teased. He's probably going to wind up being like somewhere near the season finale, setting up cool. season two. So he'll probably be like the big bad of season two. How um, are you going to like make that? Like, what's the look going to be on him? Is he going to be like a CGI? It's very it's CGI. all CGI, and okay. it's kind of obvious CGI. I just have the budget grows a little bit from season one to season I'll, two so they can polish that up, up a little trailer, bit but i'll just find the part where he's in it just so you can see it because there's a like, screenshot if you that whole trailer like ruins so much for you so much if you haven't watched the season um but i got really excited from that so yeah. it did a really really good job to just type up everything uh let's see um but yeah like it generally there you go so it's kind of obvious, but they keep putting him in dark rooms where he kind of – it's leniency. It's obvious, but it's not as terrible. It's not, it's not bad it CGI. It's yeah. not like, oh, that's totally a f- – It's just definitely CGI. Yeah. <laughs> like, You know what I mean? So I mean, you're telling me that they didn't actually train a gorilla to talk? In people's minds, with his psychic powers. Rip. Um but yeah, there's a lot of small spoilery moments, at least for people who've been watching. Anyone who watched that trailer, I feel like that hasn't been watching, who kind of know certain things, but not know enough to really get it. It's a lot of very disjointed footage. Yeah. Um, but it gets us excited. Like, Adam looks like Iron Man now to me. Yeah. He's Iron Man without the jets. Like, realistically, like when he lands. Repulsor race. Yeah, exactly. Without the repulsors, he kind of just, like, there's a moment where he kind of lands, and it looks like he had leapt in almost the way he kind of, like, lands and runs up, and he's like, hi, I'm Ray or whatever his name is. Roy. Whatever like a Superman name. jump? Kind of, yeah. Just like, oh, or a Hulk leap. Like, yeah. just the little, <laughs> hey, guys. He takes his helmet off, and he just stands there, like, looking at the flash. Like, I'm like, so you're going to be nice to this guy, but you wanted to kill Oliver Queen the Arrow, like, last I mean, week. I wanted what to happened? kill Oliver Queen. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to kill the showrunners, no. Um, uh, like literally, like it it pains me to like have such a distaste towards Stephen Amell after the other announcement too from him. Yeah, this we'll, week. we'll get we'll to get that, to that also. But like, he's such a good, fun-looking kind of person, and he's also the older cousin to Firestorm's actor. Yep. I was gonna say I like him as an actor. Yeah, I love the guy as an actor. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's I not his fault t- that the uh, yeah, show I know. sucks. But it's still like you when we've even talked about this before. There's a an incredible disconnect because um, Arrow pops up in the very first episode of Flash. Sure. Just in a little thingy. Oh yeah, with to a conversation with the Barry. series, and he's yeah. very positive. In very that. positive, and he has a really good attitude. And then you get to the fucking Flash versus Arrow episode, and he's Batman. Well, and what's funny is even like when you're Writer's watching fault. the Arrow episodes in in the parallel he behaves somewhere between the two. So, like, for whatever reason, for that episode, they wanted to go hard into that, like, he's got to be the, the darkest juxtaposition of Barry's Flash character here. Like, rather than being bright and positive, we've got to make him as dark and gritty and angry as possible to, to really juxtapose the behaviors. But it feels forced. Well, the thing is, though, like, if that's the case, but he's able to act each emotion then technically he's doing a really good job as an actor he's just given really shit that's what well that's what we've been getting at is it yeah. but it's that's I, the whole I, series it's right it's still now. really hard just to not kind of hold oh, a distaste towards the actor because of that too i understand 
it's yeah. it's not that he's a bad actor. Like just... like I'll commend him because there's moments that like for instance you notice I don't know if you've noticed it from the few moments you've seen Arrow, but when he's not holding a bow, periodically he'll do a small head twitch and a hand twitch. And it's something that he wanted to put in the character because he's lived so long on the run and and in a defensive kind of position that whenever he goes to like too many hours without his bow in hand, he actually starts getting antsier and more agitated and more like irritable in general. Like he he's he was really when we described that I was like okay so you're bringing some PTSD to this character who's been living on an island on the run with militants and a bunch of other crap going on. For five years like yeah. yeah he's damaged as fuck but i missed the arrow from my youth that also had that but also was able to just sort of like jump out of a building and just sort of go like tell a one-liner to a villain i'm fucking oliver queen fucking something like he, he used to be such like an excitable character because right. he was so quippy but i loved him in the cartoon he had one of right? the coolest character arcs in the cartoon well, he had Absolutely. such a good voice actor the character that, that they presented him with an injustice it's perfect yeah i agree actually isn't that the same guy from the cartoon might be it might be uh very possible with how many so. other characters they grabbed from the cartoon mm-hmm. but um yeah like i've said before like i don't need the trick arrows for arrow to be good i need oliver queen to be like he was from the comics this is always the thing i i i really get upset with writers that are focused on setting up set pieces yeah. versus setting up character arcs yeah. like you need to have good characters before you can have good moments because those moments happen naturally if the character is likable and like a good character all around. And I hundred percent like going off that like I remember like watching like binge watching Flash and like yep. Felicity showed up and I was like who the fuck is this bitch? Right, and being right. so confused and like you explained it to me and you're like yeah she's my favorite part of her. I'm like yeah like after like watching her actor and like I guarantee if I watched Arrow I would fucking love the felicity character she's so great and then apparently like her backstory she was a goth girl growing up like in her teens and stuff like they actually presented like that's how the character was written in the comics <laughs> yes. was a goth character why does everybody have to be a goth character well and what's funny is like they wanted to kind of show her that she's a social outcast and the easiest way to represent that visually on a comic book page is, goth. is, a goth. is goth but um and now she's just like a she mega yeah she looks like a super hit model basically but now. she's like her. the blonde chick yeah that appeared in yeah season one. okay yeah Here, i'll just i think i know who you're talking about and yeah she's 100 percent bangable <laughs> thank <laughs> you cody for stealing i wasn't words. in a relationship <laughs> right definitely consider that look at that yeah not yeah yep i totally know the one and in the show she's the smartest character She's physically. That's why like, I liked her. Yeah, I liked her a lot in season one, at least. Yeah, I love I'm her. Patient. Well, and like, once you get through season two, you'll still enjoy season two because it does such a good job with Deathstroke as the enemy. But oh I my expected, God, that's what I heard, yeah, I expected season three to be the one where they start. Like they even were talking about like wanting to bring it more home to the comic book kind of spectrum and go more the route of what Oliver does in the comics. <laughs> oh, they wanted to bring it to the to the yeah, comic book. They just, just chose I, the wrong one. Exactly, they pick up the wrong book. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Let's base it off this Batman comic. Let's do that. <laughs> Which, like I said, I'm fine with even going into the realm of the whole, like, Ra's al Ghul. Right. Like, make it more inclusive of your universe. Absolutely. Like, go to other villains and stuff. Like, do that. But give us the character that we grew up with, too. Like, Honestly, I would be all for a Oliver Queen, a damn good Oliver Queen character dealing with Batman villains. But the fact that it's yep. um, Bruce Wayne Arrow, yeah. basically. Yeah. Well, and like I've like we've talked about with uh, Trickster a little bit with this last week. Um, 
I'm so yeah, good. yeah. We don't need to go into any more details on that character until later when it. we actually talk about it. But in this instance, like his performance as the trickster in the '90s is what gave him the role of the Joker in a voice role for so many years. You close your eyes. That's a part during, of it, yeah. You close like, your eyes yeah. during any point of the episode. You're like, oh, hey, look, is Joker in Flash yeah. right now? Yeah, that's well, and honestly, like. Yeah, it's a trickster costume. Like even the one that looks a lot like people were like, "That's the Joker." Like, no, that's that's, that's a trickster, trickster costume. But it has that similar like you know plaid weave style uh, button shirt with like a funny like puffy flower thing on like his lapel. Like it looked like old Joker, but it's still just the trickster. Like I had someone come up to me and be like, like start asking me questions from that other the reverse, and I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like he was the trickster first he's just coming full circle here like that's all that's happening yeah. um but getting back to point like you know even captain cold like those are two characters that parallel mr freeze and the joker and batman's universe but you have a a lead a, a male lead character who behaves completely differently to batman which makes the the entire villain dichotomy so much more intriguing because you don't have someone who just has this hard line of like I only do bad things to bad people. Like, justice. Justice. Like, yeah, you don't have that. You have a character who's like, I like this city. Right? (laughs) He's a hero. He's a hero. But not the one it requires right now. (laughs) Right? He was a white knight. (laughs) I was the black knight. I mean, dark knight. That's That's why the movie is called The Dark Knight. (laughs) Yeah. I love that movie. I love it. Everything's so obvious in it. When you really, really get to the structure of it. Yeah, no. The fire rises. Dark Knight rises. (laughs) <laughs> we can uh, we can uh, it this way. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's that's him. <laughs> that, that's oh yeah, him. that's Bane in the the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One well, oh, like boy. well, and the other thing like I've thought about is like the I Bane. Wondered what would break first, your body or your back? <laughs> so fuck for everyone you, out there listening, I hope you loved that because that was spot on. But I also feel bad for the kids growing up that have only seen like those films the, and absolute... now think that Sean Connery is mimicking Bat- Bane all the time. No, it's not even Sean Connery. It's, it's Sean. Worse. It's well, there's there's moments where he does very clearly do. Well, a it's Sean because Connery. it's Tom Hardy and he's British and he's British. But yeah. he's, I can't wait for Mad Max. By the way, and now uh, you died. <laughs> I expect you to die, Mister Bond. I was born in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> you merely adopted it. What does this become? What does no, this right? become? But, <laughs> well, and like, I'm sure that we all probably have our gripes about that film, like, that specifically that third one, because I love I the first it two. so much better than most people, though, too. No, yeah, you, and justifiably so. Like, I've, but the what, two big complaints I've come out of it with is, like, the Bane in that film is not the Bane from the comics whatsoever. Not okay, even well, the slightest. I don't think we're ever going to get a respectable I know, film adaptation of because Bane. Mostly because, honestly, Schumacher shot that idea fucking straight in the head and said that's never going to happen at this point because that's, that's the only reference they have to go off of. And then I feel like I also really gripe about the, the big switcheroo moment of like yeah, Bane's not actually before. the mastermind here even though he's the smartest character in all of the Batman comics and has been proven that way. Let's just pull the rug out of that and make it Talia al Ghul who's the mastermind. Yeah, Bane's actually just a little It's really emotional for Bruce. I know, I know. There's like, there's, a, I know there's a story reason for it, but it totally kills the character's well, intensity. 
You know, actually, I could go into that for right. That's I'm why not I said this could be a whole it. thing, and I'll yeah. just put my. That's why I put my two gripes out there in the air. Needless to say, without giving you a complete explanation, which right. would take probably ten or fifteen minutes, which right. I could do. Right, right. But this the same problems in the Dark Knight Rises is what Christopher Nolan had problems with in Interstellar. Yeah, they suffer yeah. from the same story problems. Okay, like. It's just yeah. I I'm afraid that he'll continue on that trend, and I'm really scared about that because I love love Christopher Nolan. Like, right, I'm, I love his work as well. Fucking right. love his movies. Like See, even Interstellar and The Dark Knight Rises, I still enjoyed, even though I had problems. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Like I like me saying those two complaints. I still loved what The Dark Knight Rises did. There was just when I came out of that theater, I was just like, God damn it! Like there was well, like, like a lot of things that I just kept picking apart. Like I shouldn't be picking apart this much. This is a problem. Right. I want to love this movie and just sit here and love it. One of the biggest gripes I hear from people all the time, and it's a very similar one to Iron Man Three, is it's like. It's not about Batman. It's about um, Bruce Wayne. And I think that aspect of it is really cool. I actually like that If aspect. Christian Bale wasn't an awful Bruce Wayne. Yeah. No, I agree. That's actually a really good point because, like, I really Very hate well Christian point. Bale's Bruce Wayne completely. Like, I absolutely cannot stand his Bruce Wayne. But then, like, he puts on the costume. And, well, and what's funny is, like, I always thought his guttural stuff was silly. And then I went back and read some of the uh, the dark the that that trilogy that we always talk about the the nightfall storyline mm-hmm. oh, um so good and like even in the scriptures they say in a guttural voice but then i'm like but you don't need to be screaming guttural is what i thought about like later i'm like he doesn't need to always be Whoa. you need to talk like this all the time i was like fine with it to like an extent and right, yes right. he wasn't like a good bruce wayne although the point of right, christopher right. nolan's batman in a sense was the fact that bruce wayne was more of his others like yeah his, absolutely. his false absolute right. nature and batman was his true self so I which agree. makes sense but it's also disappointing but then if you want to take an entire film and strip batman away from it for 60 yes. percent of it yes. you need to have a strong character that can portray uh, bruce wayne yeah, yeah yeah exactly i agree and like that's why like even though there's a lot of people out there that are like complaining about ben affleck being in the role i think this is the right time for him to be in that role because yes. i feel like he'll nail bruce I'm, wayne i am just excited for a new dc universe yeah whether it'll be good or not Agreed. is completely unknown but completely i'm just agreed. i still have excitement for the possibility i agree and then like you know the fact that ben affleck before filming started acknowledges his daredevil failings like that's a good sign because it's before it's he started move, yeah. right it absolutely is but there's also that moment of like okay you also pinpointed your problems being that you didn't take the film seriously well, and he doesn't have you know a daredevil lair inside of his house he has a batman lair inside yeah, of his yeah. house yeah and well that and then like his best one of his best friends of all time is the biggest batman fan of all time kevin smith like everyone forgets that he and kevin smith are like that yeah. the only thing i'm waiting for still i mean oh he's gonna get it i know i he's know gonna he's gonna he's in. gonna have to get in yeah. i don't know how he's gonna weasel in the time at this point but he's definitely gonna be part of mall rats he has to be um but yeah really that like that was my whole week was kind of just this that stuff like the going over the news um hating on all the april fool stuff which actually let's go on ahead and go over that because we only have a few like, more minutes real quick okay on a this. touch a lot a couple ones that were really good um current research confirmed the existence of the force yep and it was just absolutely ridiculous. Just the way they described it was just so silly. Right. Um, we and you love this one. The um, 
the Bioware announcement. I wanted this to be real. Like Wait, after okay, Bioware. So. I, this must have been one where I shut off because okay, I, so, no, so it was. Point, I shut off April Fool's. Right. Time. So there this was, was early that day because so I, it was I, I an was announcement so... of a new character for Inquisition for the multiplayer. I was, was I was like, oh fuck yes, I want a new character like right now. And his name is Zyther the Virtuoso. Yeah, and he's Zither. like a fucking bard, and his like fucking like. So his power move thing is, is like on Mark. Fire. His 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 attack is called Mark of the Rift instead of Mark of the Rift, which I was like, oh, so good, so much wit. And then like here, I'm trying to pull I'm up. Pulling up right now. Perfect. Um, you had um, can't stop the music. Yeah. A little night music, encore, and it's just like absolutely ridiculousness. And it's just you get this picture of this bard with this like this giant ring of fire behind playing him. a zither just like oh, going to town so... and like i understand that was a joke but what's funny is like i read mark of the rift and i was like oh that's a really cool oh fuck this is april fools like yeah i thought, I thought that... for a second i was like is this just like the inquisitor and that yeah. took me like two reads through actually notice it was rift instead of rift yeah i was so confused for a split second then i realized and then i was immediately disappointed and then i was like well you know, companies have done this weird thing in the past where if there's enough support behind something, that it'll flip it around right. and become legit. That'd be super cool. Um, another one of the great, but ones I doubt it. Was the PS Flow? It was the absolute. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That was the first one I saw of it, and I was there's just like, "This is this is perfect." Like Maybe it's this sillier. is this the perfect level of absolutely ridiculous? I just like the the acronym for their their branch that was working on it was the PWET. <laughs> it was just yeah, it was just ridiculous. And then my favorite whole thing that I talked about before was the announcement of Project McFly from Razer, which was their hover mouse. Yeah, that was silly. And they put out this two minute PR video about it and just like made like the most absolutely ridiculous like scientific bullshit to yeah. surround it. And like, it yeah. was yeah, it was beyond the realm of ridiculous. But it was like, like it was like but then like at presented the end it, scientifically. And then yeah. like at the end, like you just have the guy who's presenting it just break down laughing as the thing closed is out and it's just right. like it's so good i was gonna say like my favorite and the only one that i really enjoyed because it's both like a joke mm. and a truth fucking deadpool's announcement oh yeah that yeah. was the greatest fucking thing i've ever seen and i can't we'll talk believe about the actual, they actually did yeah, go actually that'll it. be our first part of news so we'll get but, that uh, um, that's great good one was um i like marvel teasing phase nine that was, was probably one of my favorites oh, dog yeah. avengers and well it was the entire actual like animal avengers which is a le- like, dog. legitimate comical comic that marvel produces about once a year on average and they used it like frog thor's in there and everything like it's oh no they have all dog thor but uh yeah like i was so excited i was like oh they could actually even make a joke by using their animal avengers which was like thor frog and a bunch of other right. from the comics i know this one like this one like itched you i could just tell the like, one of the um wonder woman's invisible jet being put on display i was like fuck you guys like that's not even funny like you put a sign out probably at the smithsonian like to make an even bigger joke you probably took one of those like fold out like floor is wet signs and then just tape something that said something <laughs> Con- like considering how much like nerd shit gets into the smithsonian yeah i totally believe that they did like when i was growing up in maryland for the first yeah. 10 years of my life that was like one of the biggest places i kept revisiting in i'm sure because i lived like 30 minutes away that's so cool yeah but yeah they they did they totally did that. like i could easily see them just taking a plaque and be like brand yeah. new exhibit one woman's invisible jet and then just like a giant ring of ropes around an empty area and mm. i'd be like fuck you guys like this is even cool like this is just f- stupid fuck you guys but it's so good at the same time um everyone knows about this one but google had pac-man and google maps like and com.google yeah well which is funny like i don't know i've used elgoog for a long time oh yeah which is the actual mirror 
so silly all those th all those google platform stuff is silly um last thing from our april fools time uh blizzard did some really blizzard did some fucking things. insane stuff let me pull up the article because they did basically something in every single one of their ips um they do it every single year in wow where they put out a bunch of fake patch notes yeah that are just absolutely ridiculous um like off the top of my head just reminding someone it was just like priests are now 80 percent more annoying just like <laughs> stupid shit like this um oh god where is it and then like they have like 20 million things and like the most complained class right now is like hunters and then for hunters it's like hunters are fine that's like all they put um like new looting options which is like passive aggressive massive master looter um jesus uh, let's see orcs now receive a state refund rebate for being more green <laughs> it's hard being green the gray ones they lose they lose out completely um alter time for mages now will automatically update for daylight savings overpowered <laughs> is being nerfed for obvious reasons overpowered <laughs> <laughs> There's an uh, awful spell for mugs called Crackling Jade Lightning on all the patch notes. Says Crackling Jade Lightning still exists. Storm Earth and Fire has been has its power magnified. Can now be used on five targets because of this change. It's been renamed to Earth, Fire, Wind, Water, and Heart. Cat noise. Cat noises. Um, <laughs> doo doo. Raven holds increased need for secrecy. All further rogue updates will be presented using invisible ink, and it's just four bullet points following with nothing there. <sighs> Okay. Warlocks have a, a skill called Cataclysm, which was its only even same name as an expansion. Yeah. And it's just Cataclysm has finally been upgraded to Warlords of Draenor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it. Um, they also, another two came out, they came out with Bemotes instead of Emotes, which are just stupid little Emote things, and the ability that you can romance your garrison followers. <laughs> this absolutely what? ridiculous. Um, big crazy. head mode in Heroes of the Storm. There yep. were similar goofy patch notes for Hearthstone, and the best one being that the new card back would be um, the remastered classic card back, and it was just an H an HD version of the original card <laughs> back. It's just so absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, Blizzard. Always... April Fools makes me mad. All right, so before we get into the news, <laughs> because this is very important to note, before we get there. April Fools also happens to be the first day of quarter two for retail. So they're just like, let's make all these announcements that no one's going to believe because it's April Fools. And then like a quarter of what's announced that day tends to be legit on top of 75% of just crap. Like Nintendo. So our topic today will be covering the Nintendo Direct. That oh because, my god. Stop. Stand. Which, breathe. We're going to get there. Breathe. We're gonna, you're going to need to contain your incitement until we get there. But, uh, but the fact that it was just like, oh, this is happening. Oh, no, it's April Fool's. This everyone assumed it wasn't happening or that it was going to be a giant joke with the real announcement coming like a day or two later. And like we went to the stream and sure enough, like right in its title, it's like, ignore the date. This is legit, basically. Is what like that's This the, is no joke. Specifically the, yeah. one character in particular for Smash. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Right. But, um... Yeah, it was just so funny the way that, like, they're like, we're ignoring the holiday. We need to do this announcement today, so pay attention. It's good. It's a lot of really good news in that. Oh, like, yeah. I'm excited Act for that well, part. Um, overall. But, yeah, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Yep. Um, we'll come back in a few minutes with uh, the nerdly news.
All right, welcome back to the Geek Domination Podcast. We are in the nerd news section of the crazy person. When you're oh doing my that. god. This is the craziest device. We're going to start with film this week, which we already teased our first piece of news. In wait, the wait, intro. wait, wait. Before we get into this, we just want to let you guys know that we just watched a fuck ton of MKX stuff. We're mortified. We're mortified. So that's our go mindset going into this. Fucking Fuck. mind blown. I'm going to go just go to a chiropractor. Go to confession early for Easter tomorrow and just <laughs> cleanse me of my sins. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> I've given up on the cleansing because I know yeah, I'm going to play all yeah, of these three times. I was really sick what? of this game before, but let's, let's not go into this yeah, now. Yeah, got yeah, MK, yeah, yeah. Okay. Movie, got movie news. Movie news. Deadpool is rated R. In the best way possible, Deadpool did a uh, okay. So we we mentioned this before. So Deadpool had a really great April Fool's, right, right. That wound up being true. Like it wasn't an April Fool. It was set up to make you think it was right, and it was great. He killed Mario Lopez, yeah. Which not gonna necessarily not endorse that. I'm gonna go ahead and endorse that. Yeah, that needs to happen in, in this <laughs> fictional sense. It absolutely needs to happen. Yeah, it was great. It was like the best announcement ever because it came off as an April Fool's joke, right? But like it, it became authentic. So yeah. it was the greatest surprise, right? Which it just looks good. Yeah. Like the costume looks great. We got to see it in, in motion rather than just in a still image, and it looks functional. It looks like it'll actually be not just a set piece, but an actual like physical object that's going to be able to be used and bruised and torn up and stuff. But yeah, so I mean. It, it kind of came in a funny way because I remember seeing a tweet from Ryan Reynolds on the 30th that was something along the lines of like, um, lots of yelling, lots of yelling. Right here too, like a PG-13 Deadpool will still have fourth wall breaking, a shit ton of action, at least three chimichangas. No need to panic, I promise. <laughs> oh, there was that one. But then I was I was thinking like uh, what was great was like on the 30th, he was just like tweeting out things like, met, had a meeting today, lots of yelling, still fighting for the, that R. And that was the last thing that he posted before. Oh, that's right, because he did post it about early in the week. Yeah, so he kind of alluded to the fact that he's been really fighting for it and continuously keeps fighting for it, and so finally to see it work out is great. I think it was a part of the big stunt. Like they yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So I think the tweet was just kind of like forward planning. Yeah. Creative PR more yeah. than anything else. Well, and like we've all kind of joked around about in podcasts in the past before we kind of did our, our actual like revamp. And we all agreed, like, if they did the right treatment, a PG-13 would have worked, but we all hoped for the R, and sure enough, we're getting the R, so right. that's great. It's super good. Um, this makes the movie better. Absolutely. Like, like, I mean, Deadpool's one of those characters that you'll see him himself get limbs removed. They'll grow back, but you have to be able to show that that limb has been removed and blood's flowing out, and he's not worried. He's just like, oh, well, fountain, like, him making jokes <laughs> and shit, like, yeah. So I'm just hoping that they kind of do they play around with that more. Right. Um, we got some Tron three hype this week. Yes. Title given to Tron three, which is Tron three Ascension, which you were talking about. I was yeah. not aware that there's um, like been an internet script going so floating around for I a while. I remember my roommate in the apartment before this. So my old friend Jeff Boyle, um, he is an enthusiastic, exuberant uh, Tron fan. The kind that like he went to Disneyland and got to go to the actual Flynn's arcade with his grandpa because like his grandpa knew how much like passion he has about wow, the Tron franchise. Yeah. Well, he had been skulking around the internet back in like, uh, what was that? Probably about 2012 to 13. It was about a year after the film came out. So yeah, right around there. Um, there was a script floating around the internet called Tron Ascension. 
that was just like a I think it was like a 195 page script that was really rough but the overlying arc was amazing I remember my roommate trying to talk to me and tell me about it and told me where to look for it but I I didn't do it you know how that happens but I specifically remember the term ascension because of how much it confused me with the TV series uprising. Right. And if they're, if they're actually doing that script that floated around the internet for a while, this could be amazing. Cause I've only heard good things from the few people that have read that script. I mean, it's, it's the same person who's directed legacy. We got the confirmation that he is coming yeah. back for yep. this. Um, so I, I mean, I just have high hopes. The only Two thing other... that would make me happier about this, if, Daft Punk does return to the soundtrack. Yeah, well, and I'm hoping they do. Um, I'm sure Disney is not against they doing that. They would be idiots not to, because oh, the yeah. one thing that I think was agreed by everyone was that, that, soundtrack. that soundtrack was really damn Well, like we've talked about before, I still fall asleep to that soundtrack. Um, one last thing on it. Um, I will say this. The original... Oh, excuse me. Um, the original uh, filming time was like a couple weeks, a few weeks, like three or four weeks. This time around, it's like three or four months. Um, what everyone seems to kind of have the takeaway from that and that like confirmation of film time is that a lot of it will be real rather than digital. So, which is cool. Yeah, more real world moments. Which is although it's it's cool, but it's it's hard to imagine it is a functional Tron movie without that. You think about the fact that we now have at least one person guaranteed who was an ISO that is now in the human world. What does that mean for the others? That's the kind of question that you have at the end of that film. And then you also still have the question of uh, the former villain from the first film's son is still around and, and clearly has some level of rivalry with uh, Sam Flynn. So, right. yeah. Cool stuff. Um, we had a Star Wars The Force Awakens trailer is going to be released. Um, we, we actually had a confirmation that it's going to be during the celebration. For Star Wars, yeah, it's going to release alongside Avengers. We kind of to the this wide, a while wide ago. release. Yeah, right. we, yeah. we decided that would only make honestly, sense. honestly, I I doubt heavily that they'll just exclude the trailer just to uh, the Star Wars. Um, probably for well, those two weeks. It's, it's a, they'll probably it's a week and a half. They afterwards. can't control that though. Exactly. It's well, leak, that's that's well, list, So yeah. they're going to let it out, but they're also going to keep it like on and having it playing with Avengers, which is smart because. Honestly, I mean, there's one thing seeing it on a computer screen and experiencing that way and then getting the trailer in full effect when you actually go to the movie. Like, right. I am so excited for Avengers Alone mm-hmm. and with this as well. Like, I think that might be, like, the holy grail experience for me, at least until December. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> until the actual movie comes yes. out. Yes, yes. So that's cool. Yep. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, This one's kind of just interesting. Um, Raymond... Olubuwale and Scott Eastwood were cast in Suicide Squad with a working title revealed of Bravo 14. We also got another casting that, um, I don't even trust. Oh, uh, Adewale. Yeah. Adewale. Akinue. Agbaje. He's really good. Yeah, he's really good. He's so fucking badass. Yeah, yes. This guy, every role he's been in, he is a badass. He plays badasses. Killer right. Croc is a badass. He's physically badass. large. He's just physically large. Like, um, for those of you who are Marvel fans, like many of us are, uh, Thor: The Dark World. He was he played the role of Curse. Which, if you don't know that character by name, which you shouldn't, because the film didn't give him that cur- that name by within the film, was the large dark elf that was huge, the badass, the big one. Like after he took that crystal thing, and like they're saying, like you know that you'll be cursed by it. That's him, that giant. Bug. Yeah, and he fucked everybody up. Yeah, 
Um, he was mm-hmm. also he played Malco in the fifth season of Game of Thrones, and then he was also in like um, Lost, Lost Oz. in Oz. You know, he gets cast, he gets around. So like when I even saw just a picture, I was like, okay, that'll be real easy. They just got to add some scales to his skin, and he'll be he'll be yeah. Wayland he's Jones. just an imposing dude. Yeah, in every role he's been in, he's so good. If they go with the original like Waylon Jones being a person who just grew up with a skin disorder that gave him scales. And like that's all. That's the preface for him. It was just a disorder. I think it might like modify a, well, like right. a little bit, like some kind of like yeah. you know exposed to something. But yeah, like yeah. as long as they kind of keep it that like street level crime, because that's I mean really like at the end of the day, Killer Croc was originally before he let his more animalistic side come out. Was, big Thug, exactly. Big yeah. Thug worked for the Dockmen, kind of worked for the mobs, that kind of thing. Um, oh, this one. This was the, the one we were talking about earlier that we really wanted to say, but um, Stephen Amell of Arrow fame has been cast as Casey Jones in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, I'll let you guys talk first. How do you guys feel about that? He's going to be Arrow in Turtles. Yeah. I'm worried that that's going to be the route they kind of take him. I hope they kind of bring in more of his fun part of his personality as an actor. You know, if he acted a lot like Oliver Queen, it would actually be really good. Sure, I can see that a little bit. And here's here's where I'm getting to this. He's a good actor mm-hmm. overall. I think he's a good actor, and what that film needs is more pretty, at least decent actors. Yeah, yeah. because come yeah. on, like the first one was fun, and there was some good things about it, but a lot of it was taken back by the really weak story and the really weak performances, especially by the human actors, yeah. the film, not the turtles themselves. So if well, we can put the focus add, like, on the turtles and Casey Jones, that'll be I'm amazing. hoping that by bringing him in, he brings more physicality. He actually does parkour and that kind of training. Oh, yeah. That they keep themselves away from the kind of action that was in the first one where it's just like a ton of ex- like just CG. A- a- CG and explosions. Yeah. Like... You know, I expect Bay turtles. Shit. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, and I've said in the past billion times, like, I expect ninjas to be ninjas, not people with explosives. Like, I expect them to fight with blades and much more quiet movement, but a lot of fast-paced action. And I just hope that he kind of brings that more to the forefront in this next film. Yeah, <clears throat> I just hope he uses like fucking croquet bat. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I'm assuming <laughs> I'm really assuming they have to go that route. Like, practices four swing. There you go. <laughs> I just hope they don't give him a wig. Like we don't necessarily need that mullet or that long well, we hair. We could just grow some hair out. I mean, yeah, I either way. But you, you have you seen? Okay, you've been watching season one. He looks Stephen Amell himself looks awkward with hair longer than a buzz cut, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The scenes on the island. <laughs> yeah, they're really, really bad, hair. right? Yeah. Okay, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I uh, just fair enough. He doesn't have K- hair. Casey Jones could just have a haircut. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's in, it's more edgy Casey Jones. More edgy Casey Jones. Yeah. We could even slap more edgy on anything, and it just makes logical cut sense. Cut hair. There you go. Um, update on the Mallrats 2 front. Um, for some reason, I didn't really get into reading it much, but Kevin Smith decided that he was going to expand his desires beyond just the basic 12 to uh, more of like an 18 number. More like 18 now, and he's got 13 of those right now. Yeah, and the, the, the first inkling of that information was a post about a, this one dude who basically played a security guard, a mall, a mall cop in the first film oh, in a very small like two scene role that now he's actually coming back just as that character again mall cop kind of i'm like okay this will be real silly i bet 
So who knows? Like it, as long as like this is, keeps happening, like it's going to. We're probably not going to speak on it until it's confirmedly done, and he's got everyone he wants. I've decided we don't we don't need to do the right. updates anymore. But he'll have everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the big one that I'm just waiting for is that Ben Affleck statement, which is probably going to be the last one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we got a confirmation on a screenwriter for the Metal Gear Solid movie. Yeah. I mean, it's Jay Basu, I think it was. Yeah, Basu. He's relatively new, that. but he's rising quickly in Hollywood. I think the main takeaway from this is that the movie's still alive. Agreed. Yeah. It's yeah. it's that it's existing. Right. Right. The idea. And you never know, like, with the fact that Kojima's probably, at this point, going to step away. Um he could move also into film very easily, or That'd at least as, a, as an advisor on the film. Oh, absolutely. See, but It'd be impossible for him yeah. to not be. I I would love him as an advising role, but I think for him personally as a creative force, I think he really wants to get out of the Metal Gear like I series agree. in general. I, agree. I think he's been kind of like, he's grown tired. I agree. I could only see him on during the actual fresh. filming and production scale of that end of it. I don't see him being attached to like... Not not married to the project. Let me put it that way. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, this one I'm actually very excited about. Um, Japan's making another Godzilla movie. This time it's they're trying to kind of go more towards the years when they were successful, which was pre '90s essentially. Like Mothma. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mothra and all those things. Um, but they've got um, one of the the creator of Neon Genesis Evangelion to write the film, which. For those of you who don't know, like the reason why there's so many Evangelion films now at this point, they're up to like four, and they all tell a similar story, but they're basically like alternate. Each one's like an alternate storyline of the same situation and characters. He does such a good job that Absolutely. each one is justified. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also got Shinji Higuchi, who is a top social effects guy on the current Attack on Titan live action film. Mm. So, I would love to see a new reincarnation yeah. of that old flair, but with like good effects. Absolutely right. Great. So this is this got me very excited. We'll have to keep our watch out for this. Yeah. Um, I really <laughs> just over the fact that they're still making Pirates of the Caribbean yeah, movies. So am I. And Pirates of the Caribbean Five. What's it called? Isn't it called the Dead Men Tell No Tales or something can, stupid? Uh, yeah. Something no. That dumb. that's pretty much the the title. Well, can I kind of rant for like a go minute? For, go for go, it. Go well, for so it. let's well, get the yeah, news well, out of the way real quick. It, go for it. So production's being delayed right now because Depp fucked up his hand. They have to have surgery. Yep. Um, it's being pushed back to mid April right now. So we'll see where that goes. Rant away. Stop doing these characters, Johnny Depp. Stop it. <laughs> no one is taking him seriously because he keeps doing these shitty action like acting More roles. roles. Okay, let's like let's yeah, yeah. clarify something and like. Then, Pirates needs to stop too because they're like everyone's tired of the right. franchise. Like right. Pirates yeah. and Captain Jack Sparrow as a whole was great for three movies, and oh, even and the end of the third the one third, was, was pretty old. fucking bad. Yeah, and, and then four and this from there on, it's just yeah. like stop. You're just milking it at this point because you yeah. know and it's people bad milk. Seen, yes. It's expired. <laughs> Why is the movie being made? It doesn't make any Why sense. Why is like, the mo- milk expired? It's like sometimes I think executives get so hung up on the franchise building and they see an existing franchise that was overall successful mm-hmm. and they want to take it and just keep going in on that cash. And once you have that mentality, you know the movie is not going to be good. Right. So it's yep. I really am not excited for this film. This is probably my least anticipated movie in history of the world. Let me put it this way. I hate this idea. Either there's two options going forward. One, well, actually, there's, there's, yeah, there's literally only two options going forward for me on this. Like, after this piece of crap comes out, 
either make a pirate six that has no one of the former cast apart from like maybe cameo rules because like as a franchise more or less no let me put it this way let me put it this way like they want this to be a series of events that take place within that age of pirating sure like if you need to touch on storylines by all means touch on storylines just don't bring back the same characters like tell a different story like it can have that pirate's title get rid I of the characters rather just have them get well, rid of the said. whole pirate that's thing the, and then the make option. a black sales movie well and that's more or less my second option is like <laughs> either get rid of it and stop doing it but it, or if you're gonna do it get away from the characters that are bogging down your your, I mean, your if story if they had done that in the fourth one then that yeah, would have worked exactly. great but it's like it's too too late at this point, like, it's a good idea. I get you. Yeah. At this point, late. the only logical option might actually be just to kill Johnny Depp. Just flat <laughs> out. I mean, yeah, Johnny. <laughs> his at least his character has survived the most ridiculous shit imaginable, and he can, somehow keeps coming back. Like, yeah. I'm just over. I'm it. tired of I'm that mannerism, Captain Jackson. Over Anyway, let's move on. Yes, absolutely. Please. We already mentioned this in the intro, but there it was a new Mad Max. Fury Road trailer released this week. Yes. Go first. It's okay. so good. Watch the trailer. It's so fucking amazing. Oh my god. I I really really liked the first trailer alone and this one really brought it like the first one was to show that yeah, it's it was a Mad lot of Max disjointed and a little footage somber. and you kind of get an idea. But, but you know, it's like it's supposed to be bombastic and kind yeah. of a thrill ride. This one kept that tone, but also said, hey, we've actually got a plot and a good story going on here, <laughs> too. Fucking right. So it's really, really exciting for me. And I love Tom Hardy as an actor. And if he can take this, yeah. this, this role and own it, I see a great franchise building opportunity. For well, this. like, and you and I were kind of talking about this earlier, but. Um... For me personally, it sold me on Tom Hardy playing the role of Max. And then it's also still weird for me to think like how much that franchise changed once Road Warrior came out cuz like the fir- I like I told you guys like I, 4 or 5 months ago I, w- I rewatched the first one again and there's the dramatic differences between what that was and what Road Warrior turned it into and then Thunderdome and now Ooh. this. I was going like, to say too, for me, I... Friggin' weird. And heresy, because I actually love Mad Max, but I still haven't seen Road Warrior. Plan yep. on rectifying this soon. Right, ladies right. And gentlemen. But it was so weird because going on your point of like the change in tone, oh, imagine the change in tone from Mad Max 1 to Thunderdome. That oh, was absolutely. the change of tone for me. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Right? It's so <laughs> weird because like yeah. one just feels like, yeah, it's probably like right after some shit went yeah. down, some like, you know, some sort of like uh, explosion happened. Yeah. So like, or, you know, caused some sort of fallout. And now people are kind of just living stringently on like smaller societies in a natural world so like there's still shops set up there's still like homes and stuff and then thunderdome was like fuck that everyone's wearing like ramshackle pieces of random pieces like football <laughs> oh gear my with god spikes. yeah it's like, like a rammstein cancer it was like, just <laughs> it flipped out of nowhere yeah. for that first second film so like yeah all of those are kind of just odd transitions yeah so bottom line though this movie is looking better and better as it gets closer to right right we got this really cool announcement that I um, like this announcement. I really like this a lot. Adam West and Burt Ward are going to return for basically a homage yeah. to the um, 66 series. 66 series Batman. And it's basically this going to be a little animated movie. Yeah, it's for the 50th anniversary. Um, 90 minute film. And then it was also announced a couple days later that uh, former Catwoman Julie Newmar uh, is also going to join the project. And so they're, they're just voicing their old characters. 
since they physically can't reprise the roles with as much accuracy as they would have back then. Imagine like Adam West, like, <laughs> oh, bop. Instead of instead Ow. of bam, it's Ow. more like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a hernia again. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So. Although on one hand, that could be super awesome if they did that right. <laughs> Old if man Logan, old man like Batman. Post credits, all of them in costume and do like the smallest little like homage scene. <laughs> That'd be great. Just at the end of the film. That'd be super cool. And our um our final piece of God. film news. Damn is... it. <laughs> Damn it. So we'll let Zane rant on this one. So there has been some more um Disney slash everyone hopping on the live action train. Um, Disney. Okay, first one I'm excited about a live action Mulan. Okay, cool. I'm legitimately very excited about that. And then one. they're like, "No, let's do Winnie the Pooh too." Why? Okay, so let me let me <laughs> set this up for you. So, like I was explaining to you, because we kind of had like a fun little back and forth when we were talking when we first shared this with each other. Doing remakes of Disney films in animated f- films since like the 1920s through the 2000s. Sure, I get why you want to do that. But those, gotta remember, those released on such a drastically different scale. You went several years between animated films. We are going less than six or eight months between a live-action Disney film. We just had Into the Woods come out that I still have no interest in seeing, but it's out. Everyone before that, Maleficent, Maleficent, Cinderella, news on Beauty and the Beast. There's Dumbo coming. We've got fucking Mulan. That's another one. And And I've said this, like two or three of them definitely i think work better in the the medium of live action couple of them i don't think are gonna work at all i mean especially when you see like for me the failings of cinderella like i liked a lot of the real action yeah. stuff going on like the prince and the the kingdom and like the the little like how like, are the transformation li- stuff because i never asked and you. then the transformation okay. stuff okay. anything related specifically to those cartoon moments that we all know and loved I didn't like as much yeah. in the live action film and seeing that happen for like Winnie the Pooh and Dumbo like how the hell are they going to do that crazy elephant scene in the live action Dumbo they can't I'm honestly and like the expecting them now like going off of like the announcement thing with Dumbo like they could totally just make Tim Burton do Winnie the Pooh too and that would anger me I'd probably oh my god okay, I would so kill before, myself we haven't actually said the premise so what they're also trying to do with this Jesus. is they're trying to do an adult Christopher Robin going back to the 100 acre wood <laughs> He's crazy. Yeah, that's He's a mental of, patient. He invented yeah. the world. Oh, no. Let me just have the majesty. Let me um, just have the majesty of the cartoon. Like, I can imagine in my head Mulan functioning. Mulan, I can actually. Mulan. I, I can like, even envision a... it because I can even think of, like, oh, yeah, they could even throw in the little dragon. That'd be a really cool Oh, Mushu scene. would be sweet. Oh, Mushu in live action Mushu would be, really be cool. great. Like, the whole thing will be great. My only thing, though, is if they make that film. Do not whitewash it like they did Exodus, Gods and Kings. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. people will be fucking pissed. Also, they to need the to, um, Stick to the have source. the um, musical moment and have a total reprise of Make a Man Out of You. I'd be okay be, with that. I would be, be more than okay with that. not invested I, in the movie. I doubt that they will do I this doubt they'll based do on that. Cinderella, but I would love that. Yeah. I would be more than okay with that yeah, happening. Also, so that. to our final little piece of to this, all this live action bullshit, yeah. they're making yeah. a Play-Doh movie. I'm assuming similar to like the Lego. What? Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even hear about that. What? Yeah. yeah. They're making he a Play-Doh movie. I didn't actually put a post an article. I just I heard about sighed when you said this it's one. Basically, like, it's I'm just gonna be so like the Lego movie. Exhausted. That kind of style. Guy. I'm guessing, but it's just like what? Like with claymation? 
I, Gumby the movie? I don't yeah. know. We're getting Gumby? Gumby! <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Maybe he'll make like an appearance Who knows? right on Pluto. And slap the Play-Doh Stop guy. Stop milking this live action train. Like seriously, like everyone's doing How like even Attack on Titan can be I'll just agree. as guilty I, for I it. I would equally as agree. Like, well, in, in Japanese market, they always that's the normal cycle actually. Right. I will say this. The Japanese cycle has been perpetual for 20 plus years so like that's been established as the norm now that the west is adopting it it doesn't come off as well it comes off very cheesy just stop it because yeah basically there's so much just stop it in this film with this news this week it's just stop it please right now and i can honestly say for disney for once too it's it's mostly yeah. related to Disney. Oh yeah, it's weird. all Disney. I mean, Disney. Yeah. It, it, what it is is that Disney essentially now own Marvel. They're seeing that Marvel's taking a written and animated structure that's worked mostly in those mediums, and it's now working in live it's, action. It's and, about the franchise. At the end of the day, yeah. they want these huge mega like storylines that can yeah. continuously bring in the crowds because that's becoming the norm. And it's just there's a difference between comic book movies. And other things. I and that's agree. what we need to understand. They can't just do this to every single property they own. Well, it, let me put it this way. It's working for them financially, and that's the problem, is that it's getting just barely enough interest to pull in crowds. And the main one that's evidence of this was Marvel and the comic book movies. Yeah. But, and then they try, and you see with Maleficent and Cinderella, Cinderella has mixed reviews, good and bad. And like my opinions of it, good and bad. But Maleficent was overall a failure. It made yeah. some money, sure, but... If you they keep introduce interesting that, things, but I mean, yeah, I'm not. If you keep having the modicum of success as okay, it barely passed or it really sucked. Eventually, yeah. people will, it get will lost. die. Yeah. But like I, I suggested, I'd actually be okay with an Aladdin one, like I've said before, because they've done live action Forty Thieves, not associated with Disney, but like they've done live action renditions of that kind of world. That would function well, in a live action realm. And like I was saying about Hunchback of Notre Dame. I yeah, like that that's been in live action. That's why I said Beauty and the Beast has a 50 50 chance because yeah. it's done well in live action on certain occasions and other times it's completely fallen on well, space. And so. that's the thing. Like, what the most interesting thing for me will be to see what version of Beauty and the Beast they adopt. Yeah, because I agree. if they adopt the cartoon version, I really don't understand this. I working. agree. I agree. But if they adopt a more traditional variant of Beauty yeah, and the Beast, I think they'll have to. I think they kind of have to with. Because I mean, if Cinderella got panned so much, like in by critics, and man, that that was really my biggest thing. Like, I don't want to see people transforming into teapots and shit. On this yeah, movie that's what I don't want either. The mice were really annoying. The fairy godmother was really annoying. And imagine a CG uh, grandfather clock and teapot yelling at you. Just imagine that for a sec and hate it, hate it deeply. So moving on. And moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Just nope, not even going to do it. Two little pieces of comic-ish yeah, a little, news. Yeah, little bit. Um, this could easily have gone into TV, but uh, Roger Slifer, the co-creator of Lobo and one of the main producers on the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, has yeah. passed away. Yeah. Which sucks. I mean, Slifer, the executive producer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Rip, never forget. Not the Sky Dragon. He's apparently case. been in some pretty shitty health. He got hit by yeah. a run what was that three years ago now. Yeah. So he's been around the, cro- around the clock care since and he's six years old. Yep, but I mean, not a lot to say. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. We just felt like we. Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of dead on an anime sense at this point, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's been for a while. But in the sense that clearly they put him, they they referenced him at the the peak. You could say. Oh yeah. Because I mean, Slifer of the Sky Dragon got its name from it. Lobo has been dancing around the DC table of possible film, 
That'd and be cool. it would be really cool. As uh, long as they don't do what they did before. Lobo. Yeah. Well, there, there's a thin line that they can walk with Lobo, mm-hmm. and they have to walk it because you can't fine. you can't walk too far one way or the other. Because like I showed you that New Fifty Two reboot, and it's awful. But then you look at like the old '80s style, and it, cartoon. I cartoon absolutely Lobo. adore it. I adore yeah. it. But like, there's moments where I'm like, if this was in live action, it probably wouldn't work quite the way they want it to. So they have to touch some things. But yeah, so we kind of just felt like we had enough interest in what this guy has done. I mean, to I pay grew up with Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, exactly. Like hardcore. Grew. I agree. Or I mean, I agreed. Agree. Yes. I grew. You, you agree. Grew. <laughs> Groot. Um, <laughs> other piece something of literature you posted that um, yeah. you're like a huge fan of like girl dragon like, tattoo and shit like this. Like the cover of the new oh, book has come out. Oh, oh, oh! I yeah. didn't even post that for you. Oh, I saw that and I didn't even post it. Yeah, you did. You should. Oh, you should oh, okay. after. Yeah. Oh. Yes, no. The, <laughs> so the next book in the Girl with the Dragon 2 fr- franchise, or Girl on Fire yep, franchise, yep. Um, has been announced, and it's Girl in the Spider Web, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, Girl in the yes. Spider's Web. Yes. I love the creative direction of the cover. Very unique yes. uh, use of uh, spider webs. Well, and mm. it's kept in line nice. with the past uh, renditions. And they actually got the same guy who did the uh, book covers from the old right. ones, which is really exciting. And um, while... I am slightly in a hesitancy about someone else taking Stieg Larsson's work. I am also optimistic as the family of Stieg Larsson also approved this and made sure they read it and that it worked with what they, yeah. what he had made before. Right. So more than anything else, excitement for me. I can't wait to read it. It's uh, September something? 15th, September I, think. I think 15th. I just saw it. Let me make sure. For yeah. you. I'm pretty sure it's the 15th. Okay, but yeah, um, I'm just I'm really excited because I love Lisbeth Salander's first, character. First, sorry, 2015. Okay, that's yeah. my September first. Oh, yeah, it was right next to it. Yeah, that we've been living <laughs> and in. Whatever. I really hope like more more things like this can be successful worldwide because I I get worried about books sometimes and that they're falling off of like the financial successful end of things. And come on, guys, just read once in a while. You know, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I guess it depends oh, on who you are. I'm the entire predicament reader. there. No, I'm, I'm a, I love books. I love I'm an books. extremely high comprehension, slow reader. So for me, time it's time consuming. Right. But like, like I've I've been reading college level books since like the sixth grade. So let me put it that way. Like for me, it's just a matter of okay. I just take a long time to get through it. I don't know. My eyes also have trouble with focusing sometimes. That's also my other issue. Right. All right, moving on to TV news with the pretty fucking cool announcement that Zachary Quinto will be visiting Hannibal in season three. Yeah. Ooh, I, I fucking burst out in, in happiness when I heard this. Zachary Quinto is perfect for this, like with what he did with American Horror Story. God, I can't yep. wait to see him in Hannibal. Yep. It'll be super cool. Yeah, I'm yep. excited. Season three launches this summer. He'll be playing a guy, like just like you said, a patient. Yeah, and I'd like to do something on it as well, maybe like a like an yeah. in-depth every episode review because i love that franchise a lot yeah and I think that'd it's be really cool smart yeah um this one's kind of just interesting um so with gotham being a thing still which that's weird enough I was, as it is i was amazed actually because yeah. um, it was everywhere and i still haven't even watched a single episode of it and everyone was like <laughs> yeah it's one and a half or some something <laughs> like that i don't know um but milo uh ventimiglia who most people know from Heroes. He was Peter Petrelli, and then he was also in Rocky Balboa playing Rocky's son. Plays the character of the Ogre, who is a mob enforcer. So I was just surprised to see both Gotham still running and then him appear on it. I was like, okay, so he's still working. I haven't seen him in anything since Rocky. So that was just really cool. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Nathan Fillon's new series, Con Man, just added a fuck ton, ton of huge fuck ton. stars. And it makes me really excited. Probably the one I am most excited for personally Agreed. is the addition of Nolan North. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. The voice of anything amazing in modern Desmond, animation. Deadpool, Penguin, uh, Nathan Drake. When you take... Someone in Korra. I don't remember who. He's someone yeah, in Korra. Yeah, he's someone in Korra. Oh, um... um I don't want to even yeah Damn, we don't yeah I should know it, that but, too but yeah um yeah I'm really excited like he and Nathan Fillion like have a lot of the similar like behaviors humor and yeah. behavioral tastes so I'm really excited to see what this um, could just to kind of round out the cast real quick uh, Trisha Helfer and Michael Trucco mm. are both from yeah. Battlestar Galactica that are, are joining Robert Patrick most notably known as T1000 from uh, Terminator Two. We've got Emily Kinney from The Walking Dead. We've got Mindy Sterling, who most people know from as uh, what was it, Frau? I think her yeah, name was Frau. Frau from Austin Powers, the one who would scream. And then uh, Samantha Smith from Supernatural. I mean, pretty solid cast. Just the fact that all these big names got me a lot more interested in the series than I was before. Right, but it's really it's really cool. The fact they're also releasing this on VOD, like video on demand services, that'll is great. be great. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, we got a new Daily Show host, Trevor Noah. Yeah, so he's a 31 South African native. Um, he's done soap opera work in the past. Uh, Radio, TV. He had yeah. his own late night talk show at one point. He's been in stand up comedy. He's really been in everything. The only thing is, is that he's kind of in hot water right now because of a few tweets he did back in his early 20s that was that came off as very anti Semitic. So. I'm just interested to see how he does. Yeah, I so mean, am like, I. I'm not forging too much of an opinion yet on no, something I. that stupid 20-year-olds do 10 all, years ago. All 20-year-olds do something stupid, around, the, especially around that early age. Yep. It's just a fact of life. Same comments. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not holding too much of a grudge. I'm just interested to see how he does. That's really yeah. all I'm excited for. Um, Daredevil showrunner <laughs> wants The Punisher to get his own R-rated Netflix show. Depending on how the series and its subsequent four other series that are tied directly to daredevil go this is a real possibility so i'm very excited because this is exactly what i was hoping for for a long time i just really i mean this kind of only goes this like you said it comes off the dead ball too but i'm really excited and interested to see um producers take more of an r-rated approach with these franchises if the character needs it go for it like absolutely that's my mentality it's always my thought process on it completely agreed and i'm i'm happy that they're also being realistic about it as well because so often we want to just make it a movie and that's usually in line for failure especially with rated r as i was actually about to even because this actually is right in line with the thought i was about to have which is in my opinion, actually, most superheroes are more fit for a serial-style release rather than a giant set-piece film-style release. And the, one, and the ones that they picked for Netflix are, are exactly perfect yeah, for that. Exactly. So I think financially this will be a success versus so a failure. And also critically it will work as well. So uh, I'm yep, really excited. Yep, exactly. We got some news on – actually, this is going back to what we talked about earlier again – um, there is a Attack on Titan lag of action TV series in development using the same cast from the movies that are in development right yep. now. It's actually going to focus on the character Hanji, for which for those who haven't watched the series is a member of the Scouts who basically runs... Eclectic. She is an eclectic character. She's obsessed with Titans and like the... Physiology. physiology. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, uh, the yeah. scientific chick yeah. that yeah. says the weirdest shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Who's yeah, fucking insane and crazy, and I'm really excited. Yeah, yep. that'll be good. As I that'll said, the only part of the, the animated series that ever made it weird for me was watching it in the, the subs 
and her voice actor is the same voice actor that voices Naruto, who is a male lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just that disjointed kind of, it, it just doesn't work. See, and I just <laughs> listened to it in Japanese, and I loved it. Right. Um, the series will be available for streaming on DTV in August. Yep. So we'll have to look out for that. Um, we have a casting for Hawk Girl in the Arrow slash Flash spinoff. Yep. How did this even come to pass? Like, it seems like the in- most strangest way to introduce the Hawk Girl character for me. Like, I'm just kind of surprised that they chose Hawk Girl out of the pantheon. Hawkman was in Smallville. Well, but Smallville was completely neither here nor there. I think they're no. I mean, it was good, but like, it, like in, in essence, what they're doing with this these CW series is I mean, they're even, doing what Smallville did, where it's like let's take everything from the comic book, let's slightly change some things throughout, and then release what whatever we they, decide. Have they released what direction they're going with this Hawk Girl? Like no, her backstory I mean, or anything? Not like necessarily. That? They, they like they could do like in the comics where essentially Hawkman and Hawk Girl are two people who essentially it's it's the Hancock storyline no, of Essence. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, with reincarnation. I so, I love Hawk Girl. That's why I'm just. I'm hoping curious. they go to that route because it would it might make more sense than going the Thanagarian route of making her an alien. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm worried about because it I seems don't like think a it's going to go that way. Like the alien thing. Yeah, I, I think, think what they're trying the to do the reincarnation makes more sense. I think what they're trying to do a lot with the CW series is taking a lot of the more cult classic comic book heroes and turning them into huge idols. Because let's be honest, like Flashes has kind of always been there for a lot of people. Like a lot of people just have that idea of, oh, he's super speedy, cool. He's a but support. He's a support, I and then you have yeah. this, which gives him his own series, and it's fucking amazing i was gonna say like i completely agree i look i look at it similarly where it's like a testing ground i just i was kind of surprised that hot girl was the the first one they thought yeah Yeah. it'll be interesting Um, so we didn't even mention the girl's name ciara renee who made her tv debut last year on um svu SVU. so we'll we'll have to see where she goes she seems like i was like browsing through her twitter right after this announcement she seems incredibly invested in the role which is cool well and this also kind of brings to light a little bit more of like where what their mentality is on this show and these these series and what they want to do with them so i kind of go with that is the fact that we also got news that uh mark hamill's trickster might play a larger role in line with the comics like he's kind of a mastermind of sorts and so in that mentality like yeah investing in hot girl is equally as equally as surprising but equally as okay that makes sense kind of mentality as mark hamill sticking on board as the trickster and continue with that role to make for a grander second season, possibly Grodd, Trickster, team up oh for God. crazy mastermind skills. The best one that they, um, that I love that they kind of teased was the team up of Trickster and Captain Cold. I you like have too. two incredible polar opposites of each other. Trying both to each other. diabolical, but absolutely. different way, different different ways. Of you have like that. the Trickster who's just absolutely crazy and just loves playing tricks, and then you have Captain Cold who's just brilliant in a sense of just has everything planned out to a T and it's just mastermind. That version kind of. like that that mm-hmm. uh juxtaposition between yep. like chaos and order. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm excited. S- giant spoiler warning, you might want to earmuff, but I doubt it'll matter that much <laughs> with what we're doing. Um <laughs> So we're going to get into some of the, the Easter eggs that occurred in this last week's not episode. Not even massive spoilers. Yeah. No, they did. I so this, I, I'm right. Yeah, we'll we don't just, we'll do the time a, to go quick. through the depth of them. But they did an incredible job of creating this 
trickster played by Mark Hamill, yep. who played homage to the original trickster in the original as well as technically reprising it as reprising it, but like did it all did the, same the time. most brilliant way possible. They basically took the trickster character and basically said, "Oh no, he was a terrorist twenty years ago." Twenty years ago was when the original Flash series was on, and then. This is an alternate timeline where the Flash, the original 91 Flash did not right, right, exist. Right. The character didn't exist, but the world still happened. So, like, all the villains now that existed then are fair game because they're treated like terrorists and criminals that just never were stopped by that original Flash. All right, I'll go watch the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you haven't been that invested in it after we've been fucking nerding about nerding it for the last couple it. weeks. Okay, like, so let me just give so you the rundown much. of all the Easter eggs. There's a reference to a bomb being placed between 52nd Street and another street. The the reference being 52. It's a new 52 reference. Right. Um, there was a flashback to the fight between Yellow uh, Reverse Flash and the Flash from when Barry was a child, and they showed much more of the, like what's happening in the speed moments. And you can vividly see that his emblem then has a white background, just like the original 91 series Flash costume had, which shows that he'll eventually end up similarly. There was a ton of name drops about the Speed Force, like the first two or three. The they actually talk directly about the Speed Force. Um, as we said, Mark Hamill returns. Um, props, all of the Trickster's costumes, props, and everything that was from the original original series was stored in one warehouse for this sake, saying that that was his hideout. Um, even his old costume being on a mannequin and everything. That's sweet. Um, obviously, there was a ton of Joker comparisons, seeing as... Mark Hamill has played both maniacal characters and done both sadistically well. Uh, there was a Star Wars reference within the show. <laughs> when they told me that, everyone, I was just like, yes. So, so basically, th- the trickster tells Spoilers. the new trickster. Yeah. It's not really a spoiler. Well, <laughs> since they know that there's two tricksters in this episode, I think we both kind of have the mentality that this old trickster is probably playing a giant grand trick on the young one, but maybe he flat out basically tells him that he's as your father, and the yeah. way he delivers it is in perfect Mark so Hamill, all that impersonating Vader. It was great. Um, mayor Tony Bellows, who was the mayor in the series, played a cop. Um, the same actor played the same character from 20 years ago, where in the original series he was a cop, but now he is a uh, mayor and then the last thing being that he finally unlocked his ability to vibrate through solid objects which has been a power that I've been waiting for him to unlock since the first episode cool is my favorite episode of the series so so far did the perfect amount of presenting a lot of new information and just playing a giant homage Mm -hmm. um, fan favorite just like I said, I want to go back now and watch the old season, the old series, just to find more Easter eggs. Right, That's right, how right. good this series has been. All right. On to the gaming news. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll start off running down the list of free games for yep. April for both subscription yep. services. Yep. On the PlayStation front, so you have Tower of Guns, which kind of looks like it's a first-person tower con- defense. Almost. Tower defense chaos didn't it looks they say really that like it was also a multiplayer one too yes Am I crazy? Yeah. No, okay. this is the multiplayer one i'd love to play that with you guys absolutely yeah. check well, it out. i mean no i don't know if they can drop the money on it right now really but it's free, it's free. Uh, that one's coming out on ps4 and <laughs> ps3 uh um, we're also getting i think tuesday uh, tuesday's yes. the update for all these to, to unlock um we're getting aru's awakening mm-hmm. for both ps4 and ps3 which indie is, title it's an indie title 
Never Alone for PS4, which is a puzzler set in Alaska, of all places. Yeah, it's really, really, really cool. You and your uh, your fox, I think. You own a fox or something like that. Or a fox coyote, or a wolf, something, something like that. that. Um, this one we actually knew about last month because this was supposed to happen last month. If you guys remember, like the March um, free games were so delayed. Mm-hmm. It's because they were trying so hard to get Dishonored, a really, really good um, last-gen game. I'm definitely grabbing the, the license regardless of my ownership of a current PS3. <laughs> right. Uh Dishonored's coming out on PS3. I never played it. I heard incredible so things good. about so it. So good. I really want to play that one. And then for PS Vita, we had uh, Killzone Mercenary and Monster Which was the Bag. game that came out with Killzone Shadowfall. Right. Or whatever it was. Shadow, whatever. Um, on the opposite side, there is Pool Nation, FX, and mm-hmm. Child of Light yep. for um, X-Bone. I might pick up Child of Light. I've heard good things about that. Yeah. I have it on PS4. Like I have the license on there. So. Right. I love what they always. I'm actually jealous of what they're giving 360 players because I just don't have a, um, a um, Xbox Live subscription anymore. Uh, 360 gets Gears of War Judgment. They also get uh, Terraria is actually on all of Xbox Live. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag and then also Army of Two Devil's Cartel. I'm all grabbing of, all those licenses. I was going to say. Doing it. Bunch of really good. I'm pretty pleased with the selection this month. Yeah, very, did you, by, by the way, did you guys double check? this i guess marches stuff because uh they add like to what we had announced they had also added ollie ollie 2 for all playstation users as well as um there was another game that i wound up grabbing on there that they unlocked for free for all playstation users get unlocked halfway through the month without telling it like without making a big announcement there's like all these are unlocked for playstation plus users like just didn't see that, but that's cool. Yeah, so I gotta make sure that I keep doing that. This getting licenses on my PS. I'm pretty bad I about it. I sign on early in the month and on my computer work, like uh, the computer at work, and then I'll uh, just hit the purchasing thing so that it unlocks them all. And then at any point in time, I can go in and download. Right, right. Um, so we've got one piece of Batman Arkham Knight news that is uh, Sony released that they are going to be coming out with a uh arkham knight styled playstation it is silver has a frosted silver it looks so good. shadow of batman on one part so and released so with a steel gray slash black controller which by the way i i was in gamestop earlier this week which we'll actually talk yeah, about yeah. in our topic and um they have no idea if they'll be able to sell these controllers yet hopefully they will because the controller looks so let cool. me put it this way they kind of gave that answer before the Destiny White, and then they released the White separately too. If in fact they do wind up doing the same for this, I'm grabbing a silver one for Absolutely. sure because it looks too good. It looks way too good to not to not get. Um, I'm always disappointed that they keep announcing the the bundle with the stylized consoles like a year after. I'm always like, Are oh yeah, you, you assholes. Fuck you. So I was all in there. I was in there on Thursday to pre-order some amiibos and stuff, and I finally actually pre-ordered. Arkham Knight, just because it's kind of one of those things I just sat on and never done yet. And he's like, "Do you want to get a PS4?" I was like, "Um, yeah. If I had an extra four hundred dollars and I needed a second PlayStation, I definitely would." But yeah, if, right. If the MGS, let's put it this yeah, way, if the MGS five one, one oh, actually so had like maybe like a like a upgrade and something like maybe storage like storage capacity? wise, yeah, That's, that'd be the biggest. thing. I'd buy it. I am like that close to buying the MGS five. Did they confirm and that's releasing outside of the what, the East? Because as a uh, last report, I don't think they have, Asia. but I think it will. Yeah, probably. Let's will. just say that. But yeah, it 
all these stylized ones. Man. They're looking really good. Oh, they also confirmed that Arkham will run 1080p on PS4 with no confirmation on the Xbox front yet, but it's assumed it'll likely be oh, the case. Same. I, I wanted to get mine for the Xbox One just for the like space that I have on it right now, but no, no. God damn it, I'm I'm probably gonna have to get it for the PS4. We also, alongside this, yeah. an announcement that uh, Arkham Knight will launch with timed exclusive DLC, which goes back to last week for the PS4 version, which includes. It looks like it'll wind up being about two months exclusive right they have so. actually announced that it's going to launch in fall for everyone else which is super cool it's going to include some new scarecrow missions and then some skins for both batman and the batmobile itself just so i can get a better clarification because i didn't actually read that part about it um with us getting a physical copy are we getting that i'm pretty sure just if i read it right you don't just flat out get it you still have to buy it I'm and okay with just, that too. Yeah, I'm more or less just at the point where I'm like, I'm confused. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so many th- like stipulations with these kinds of things that right. I'm just like. So actually, we can we can touch on this now. We got an update on the Jaws of Harkin DLC for Inquisition. It will oh, be yeah. dropping In next May. month for everyone else. So it's cool that they actually came out and said something now after <laughs> last week's fiasco. Giant. It's just like it shouldn't take like a fan outcry to get these things. Oh, absolutely, absolutely not. But um, unfortunately, that is what will do it sometimes. Yep. Uh, we got some Gears of War news for the Xbox front. The next game will be produced only for the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. By the way, going forward, we decided that we're no longer going to specify past-gen releases. If we don't say what it's coming out on, apart from Xbox or PlayStation, assume that we're talking about current-gen and not last-gen. I just hate that, especially with this gen more than any other gen before, that fucking old console, there are people who haven't upgraded are being treated like babies, almost royalty to a point where it's just like, oh, I get it. Did you have the money? So we'll just keep producing everything for you. It's a year and a half into this new console generation, and they're I'll say still this. porting stuff to old. The time. biggest reason is because previous generations did this, where people didn't upgrade quickly. Most people were, in previous releases had been more skeptical, and usually it was within by the second year or third year that the console was out was when you had the real release. Like, you could just flat out assume that. So I understand that that's why they're doing it right now. They're just following an old model. But this is the first console generation where a vast majority of the population has already moved on. Before, it was much more... It made more sense because you had that split. Now you don't have that split, and they're still doing it. Yeah, I... Actually, out of out of all of my friends, immediate friends, I can't think of one person who hasn't upgraded that actually plays yeah, their I consoles. Can't think of exactly. Anyway, so I mean, like, I haven't upgraded on the Microsoft front, but I'm also but, not playing my 360 at all. Exactly. It's this yeah. bear. Exactly. Yep. Well, and and just to kind of put bring that home real quick is like, as I think about it, other generations usually had about a five year cycle. This one went for almost ten. People were really famished for a, a new console, so yeah. people jumped ship immediately. It's Absolutely. a little bit different. <sighs> so we have what will most likely be our last batch of um, Mortal Kombat 10 news. The game yeah. launches okay. 10 days, actually, a week and a half from today. Yep. Like we said, we spent our break actually watching some tra- <sighs> more trailers and fatalities, fatalities brutalities, and brutalities. Yes. And a little bit of I fatality in there. never cringed so much cringed and and whooped and hollered from terror fear and disgust and excitement <laughs> all at once i was so adamant about this game but just after watching that trailer god fucking damn it yeah now i'm intrigued and interested and 
especially the part that I had the story. The story trailer portion of that thing made me like, okay, I'm actually very interested and curious. I need to know what's happening. Like, see, for me, like fighting game, like I'm excited about yep, it. Yep. Just those brutalities and fatalities, though. Like you're just fucking so Ermax of just lifting oh. the person, lifting the person into the air and using his power, corkscrewing intestines. their intestines out of their mouth. Rolling them up into a little ball, Dropping smashing it. them, and then just leaving this corpse with intestines hanging out of its mouth, just floating there. Dangling. Yeah, Which, as you pan to the end fatality screen. Yeah. Also, it's like, oh my god, Ermac's new model is terrifying. It's and great. So cool. I so love good. all the model choices so far. Yeah, I'm loving it. Right. Um, we got the news that they're actually going to let people demo DCL, DLC characters before buying them in a pretty cool way in my opinion yeah the towers have always been a big part of the mortal kombat series they're basically going to be timed tower events that will pop up and basically allows you just to play as those characters during that a lot of time obviously they're going to keep them that time um sustained as obviously. for a way to hey if you want to play more of this player guess what you got if you're liking it pay for it yeah if you're not liking it well you could probably move on now yeah and i think that's a great idea you know it's like what we're talking versus predator and jason you know it'll be a great way to test out those characters and make sure they're right for what you enjoy yeah of course you will be able to just out right now you can buy the ultimate whatever edition that's 90 dollars and it gets everything totally did it. something like that yeah (laughs) bought the whole thing (laughs) yeah 90 bucks and you get everything as it releases like it'll be already installed so that's cool too um something weird that was also released with that was that there are funny costumes coming with each of those packs we got to see a couple we saw farmer jacks and silent but deadly (laughs) mime johnny cage so dumb but it's 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 fitting yeah it's in a goofy way it's kind of the direction that like some of the joke weapons and stuff that were in like soul caliber and stuff well there's that and i was even just now thinking like babalities going back a few generations of mortal kombat babalities are great yeah friendships friendships like it's just it's straight in line with those things i don't know if you guys played enough of like deadly alliance stuff like that but remember with like the crypt oh i remember do you remember cooking with scorpion i i hated a lot of that game but goddamn cooking with scorpion was like my favorite like yeah oh we'll have to watch that between also um going back to like something i adored of what we were watching is the fact that there's personalized intros and little banter in between each yeah so cool each encounter with each fighter is individualized to the two fighters at hand and And that's amazing yeah and i was gonna say like one of the very few weaknesses i found with injustice was the fact that every character said the same damn opening and ending thing every they had like three and they would just cycle through Mm -hmm. those three well not even that it would be the same one i thought I know that with like Green Arrow, there was like two or three. Okay, that maybe you would a say. few characters had a few differences, but overall, yeah, yeah there weren't enough. Was, there was no variety. And these are so. unique to each character. It's yep. great for that cinematic feel they're going for. We also got the confirmation of the full roster. Yeah, there is twenty nine cleric characters available at launch, quote unquote. That is including the four DLC characters that have been announced so far. That's because the game's gonna have twenty five right. and then four, yep. So, so that it. is probably it for the mass amount of here's all the fucking news. Here's two the- now we got a week a week and a half and then the game's out. So we won't have anything else about the game until Unless the game's it's out. Incredibly and groundbreaking. You start playing it and then we'll probably have hands on at some point in time with it, whether it be borrowing or whatever, or going over and playing, who knows? Like I who knows? yeah, I wanna I wanna do a little tournament. Yeah, I knew that was gonna happen with some beer. <laughs> I knew that was also gonna happen. There we go. 
people are um, <laughs> doing disgusting things, things with Bloodborne. Bloodborne. And not disgusting in the way that we're just... They're going all out to make us feel horrible at, at games like this. Souls I'm just going to go play like checkers for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I can just feel useful in some sense. Oh, that is great. So, so we had people speedrunning the entire game in 35 minutes. We had someone who beat it without leveling a single character this week. Or leveling it all. Just leveling period. it all. Yeah, leveling it all. It's just gross. People stop making me feel like a worthless human being. That being said... With all of more and more like footage and video and talks about it like coming out, I really think I'm gonna wind up wanting Bloodborne down the road. Like, I don't know if you guys saw it. I shared something that was just disgusting, like actually gross. But there's an enemy in the game that's like this giant, giant boar, and when you knock him down, you can run around to his backside, and your character can finish him off in one move, which is over half his health bar, by reaching into his ass and ripping his intestines out. And then it just dies. What the fuck? Yeah. That is a literal way you can finish one of these fuck. pig monsters. And I'll just like, ah. I mean, like, I'm gonna I like throw bloody up, and gruesome, but, but there's a point. I'm, it's I'm not, not that graphic. I'll say that. I'll say it. it's not that graphic. Hand ass pulling out intestine shit. But it is weird as fuck. It is. I, I don't know if Bloodburn is something I'm going to get eventually, but I know it's going to be something I want to mess around with the multiplayer about. Because like, the multiplayer in it is supposed to be really intriguing and weird. And the more I'm reading about it and the way that you have to go through, like, jump through hoops to get a friend in to help you. And then it's a gamble with, like, when you call in someone. If you don't set up a password beforehand and your friend knows that password, you'll get a random person. And that random person can totally actually help you or just turn around and just fuck you over. Like, completely just gut you. And you're like, interesting. And then there's also the weird stuff like leaving notes for people. You can leave a note just on the ground. And it can either be something really helpful or completely the wrong Oh, that's evil. Yeah. Oh, God. But then the final piece of cool, like, multiplayerality of the game is that you can find blood pools on the ground when you access it. It shows a hologram of what that person did to die. Oh, so that's the Dark Souls part that they're taking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So intriguing yeah. there's a lot of really interesting things going on with that game and i'm actually very just curious of it all at this point right more than anything else especially with someone beating it without leveling anything at all i mean i i don't think i could no i actually like die m- more than 10 times before leveling up sounds about average yeah that sounds about <laughs> like the average um, we got some more info on the upcoming Destiny patch 1.1.2. Yeah, 1. Yeah. Really cool stuff. They're basically going to be balancing strikes in regards to length slash time taking players to beat them. They're yeah. looking at like averages of how long people are taking to complete the strikes and a percentage of those players who are actually completing those said strikes. They're going to be toning them down the most. Um, the one they mentioned was taking Zerber's Fey, yep. taking Valis, and reducing his health by like a 33%. Third. It's a third, yep. And then um, Dust Palace, they are having the energy shields. So the energy shields That's take half actually, damage. I didn't read that one. That's insane. Yeah. So, or something like that. It was a it was a large percentage I mean, of their shield. One, you can just I mean, that's what I was joking. Anyway. I was just like, we how much is that average skewed by our fire teams running around with Full double, gal. sometimes triple Yallerhorns yeah. and shotguns? I mean, there's a difference between that and Cerberus Vey. Like, Cerberus Vey, he's long. Well, and then I mentioned this with you. Yeah. Um, they they mentioned in there that the nightfall numbers that almost that 
during the weeks of nightfall when Cerberus Vey is up that almost nobody does nightfall. Well, also because it's no burn Cerberus. And that's what I said, is that the last two times for sure that Cerberus has come up, there's been no burn. That gives me zero incentive. Yeah, it's just really fucking hard. For no reason, yeah. They also um, went into some detail of how they're going to start handling um, idle players. Idle players, yep. Basically, yep. there's there's already the report to functionality in the game where you can report someone for just staying idle. They've started, and they're going to do Tracking more it. of it in 1.1.2 of actually um, banning players from those game matches or yep. those game types for a certain Specific amount of time. Specific types, yep. Really? Yeah. Yep. So basically... So, so someone's just, uh, a habitual idler. Habitual idler in, say, for example, like just, weekly heroic. Yeah, there you go. And enough people report them, and then they're going to be like, hey, you can't do weekly heroic this week. Or just say, like, okay, every time you drop into Dust Palace, you just sit down and you don't play you're not going to be able to play Dust Palace ever again now, or at least not for a month or whatever. You're not allowed to even t- touch that strike because you ruined that strike. Is it a little strict? Maybe. It needs to be done. It needs to be done, though. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing they kind of touched on was the fact that we'll actually wind up getting the uh, the raid fixes in this patch, too. Fixes. Fixes. Which, um, on one hand, I appreciate that they're actually talking about how, and this is a true fact of any game, Whenever you make any kind of fix anywhere, you have to be very careful that it doesn't break the game entirely in, in somewhere a else. Way, yeah. There was actually a famous um, WoW bug yeah, a couple expansions ago where they fixed rogue poisons yeah. and completely broke a boss. There you just go. with like calculations, everything. It's just it's weird how game engines work. Yep. So they just want to make they just want to make the boss encounters of those raids a little bit more stabilized across encounters you won't have a random encounter where suddenly uh crota jumps off of his platform and comes after you like they're trying to get rid of those random moments yeah or when you're fighting uh what's his face of time and Atheon. then randomly only like one person or oh, two yeah. people get yeah. teleported into speaking time. of that did you guys see that yep. there was a new skip found yeah. in yeah. the glass this week yeah you can skip confluxes oh wow yeah basically you have if it's not sure how it works with the full fire team but but they did it with like two people basically what you do is you send one person down into the abyss and start it while everyone else is still outside then you have that person who's down there go to orbit and then the game's like well there's no one there but there's no one in darkness so we're just not going to do anything so you win by the time everyone else gets there you're on oracles yep so you just you just ignore the confluxes, which is kind of actually nice because that whole section just takes fucking forever. Yes. That's the longest part of that raid is just those two. Yeah, sections. it's never it's never like hard. It's just lengthy. Long. Long gla- well, it's, I mean, on one it's hand, an endurance. Vault glass is better because of that because it actually takes longer. I mean, the fact that we saw the news today that yeah. the world record right now for solo and Crota's end is something like twelve minutes. Yeah, and like beating Vault glass in anything under like forty five minutes is difficult. True. I mean. True. I just like time based on the natural difficulty of stuff, just a little yeah, bit more than like I, something forced. That's true. But I think overall, still, then the comparison is still Vault of Glass is just more. Even if they could just challenging speed up the appearance of certain things in Vault by like a minute amount during that section before Templar, like that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, this one's really. Oh wait, um, one off. Anyways, uh, Silent Hill. Uh, website removes Kojima Productions logo. This is what I was getting at yeah. um, a couple weeks ago when it was revealed that Kojima had, you know, left essentially um, Konami Studios 
and Konami's starting to have a bit of a fallout with that, and they don't like it. So they say it's something else. They, they say, say basically what it is is Konami has switched over to from a studio-based um, production to a headquarter-based organization. So Konami Productions wouldn't be listed as a studio anymore. Um, there's no additional updates to share. But it'll just be interesting to see. I don't know if it's as much as of a fallout as people are assuming. I hope it isn't. I, really I feel like a lot of not. this is the legal portion of it that we're seeing. Like right. the literal like legal portions of these projects. And that Kojima is still kind of mainly as on board. As long as he is attached. Yeah, as long as he's I still involved. Really need, I hope we get some clarification in the, the mm. month or so Hopefully to come. Soon. Yeah, I agree. Um, this one's one that you and I are very excited, so I'll let you run on it first. So apparently this has been going on for a while, and it's yeah. just coming out more and more into light now. Ooh. Someone has been modding together arguably the two best side-scrollers. Side-scroller Metroids. Metroid games, uh, Super and Fusion, basically modding together into one game. The footage that they showed off to kind of kick off the, the topic was uh, the sprite for Samus from Super Metroid facing the Omega Metroid from the end of Fusion. Yep. That's cool. Basically, yeah. there was actually, they're like, actually like taking some of the fights and changing them too. Yeah. Which is super cool. They took the um the security tank, which, you know, like defies gravity and everything and like does all that shit. And actually during the fight, he, he jumps up onto the ceiling. lands upside down on the ceiling and starts attacking you from the ceiling. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm so fast. excited. Yeah. I really want to see. It's this... not finished yet. It's almost done, apparently, though. It they is just pretty close. To, they're working on how to put SAX in it. Yep. And then there was one other thing. I have to yeah. Are there any worries of legal ramifications? Probably, but, I mean, considering... Let me put it this way. Because they're usually pretty strange. Last week, Nintendo sent out a cease and desist to the people that were trying to release a modded version of Super Mario 64 with HD graphics. And it was almost done, and then Nintendo said, fuck you, stop it. But I also feel like that was also directly tied to the fact of one of the announcements from this past one that we're going to get into in this next portion of the podcast, but I'll spoil it now. Mario 64 came out on the Wii U, and I feel like that was just a timing thing. So do you think because the timing's not quite in the same realm on this, it's it could be plausible. okay? Entirely plausible. I, I hope it is, because that's a As long as it's free, it like technically lo- they can't do yeah, anything. Yeah, I, I, I think like... I mean, there's been still problems with people doing that stuff, like, free, and then yeah. some producers will still get upset. But I really hope that it comes out. Because this is a really cool concept. This is entirely just, like, fun and passionate. Exactly. And I think everyone would enjoy it. So, apparently, according to this this progress list that mm-hmm. he made, the game is actually called Super Metroid X Fusion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the only two things he's still trying to put into it is the actual Fusion soundtrack. And basically figuring out where and how he's going to put in the SAX. I'm assuming it's just the boss fight. I don't know if there's going to be the full interaction. You might have a couple of the smaller interactions occur because those were so sequenced. Terrifying. They could easily put those in in new halls if they have similar structures. Right. So who knows? Um, Yeah, I think it's really weird and cool. Yeah, that's really all we can say about it. Um, there was an update that was Came kind of 2. hidden 5. in 2.5 for the PS4 that added a zoom feature, which yeah. I wasn't even aware was the thing, but it's actually like... I need this for some of the Assassin's games. Absolutely. I can't read half the text in those games. Yep. But basically, it just allows you... There's a feature where you can just set a... A hockey. A, a hockey to it. Like, basically, the video that was showing it, it was like, you hold, like, the PS button, it was like square or something. Something yeah. like that, and you can move around and you just cancel it. Interesting. Yep. But it basically just does straight what it does. It allows you to zoom in. Real quick. I think it's cool. That's cool. 
it's it's great especially when there's on-screen text in the hd era with how much they've been downsizing the size of those texts it's like i can't see i'm sitting on the couch and i can't read that i have Seriously. fine vision the my most glasses. um prolific one i can remember from assassin's creed was um assassin's creed 3 it I was one of the one of the loading sequences in between sequences when you're still um a child Okay. And it's Connor speaking in his native language. And you can't read you, the And then it, well, first subtitle. of all, it's a white background with white subtitles. With the weird black border, but you can't – it doesn't help. On the TV I was playing it on at the time, I, I couldn't read it. To this day, I don't know what Connor I, was saying. Same kind of uh, <laughs> concept, actually. Playing uh, Assassin's Creed 2 on a friend's TV – when I brought the game over and his TV being a standard TV, not an HD TV. And then his settings were correct on the PS3, but like it was still struggling to get those details in there. Like the hand wound up just like the hand for robbing the body. When you kill it looks just like a weird bulky triangle to me. That's how much detail loss was going on in the screen. So like words were gone. Yeah. So this is just cool. I like it. That's making things more Speaking accessible. back onto that, by the way, it also means that the um, controller mapping is out. Um, I have a friend who's going to try and test that out for, for us because he wants to switch the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare controls to a Destiny-style control scheme. Apparently, it's fucking over Destiny players right now. I'm because sure. Because it still like shows the defaults for certain things like joining and leaving a fire team and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and that was assumed. Like The whole thing about it is since it's console-specific and not game-specific, you need to have the, the mental foresight to go, okay, it's going to tell me things that are different because the game has no idea what your controller settings are for your console. Right. So, like, that was foreseen. It's just the fact that Bungie's just now catching on is odd to me because I'm like, yeah, Sony announced that a long time ago. You guys should have known it was going to work that way. Like, they weren't going to suddenly make it integrated in every game that's out there. Silly. So, so speaking of Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got confirmation that Assassin's Creed Chronicles, which was originally just a little... Um, Two and a half D, D side-scroller. Set in China. is yep. actually turning into a trilogy. Yeah. Uh, they're going to throw India and Russia into I'm there. excited because India and Russia have been featured in comic books. Both yes. of them. Both of them have. And so this is actually like a real game showcasing those characters, probably. Yeah, I'm really, for me, I'm really intrigued in the Russian one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's the one I'm the most setting familiar it. with. It's really mm-hmm. cool. I've seen I like that era. On their storefront, they sell the the India comic. I just haven't bought it yet. Okay. I, I haven't checked that out. I'll wind up ordering it at some point. Specifically with the Russia one, it's dealing with something that's a lot more relevant to us than yeah. a lot of the other things, specifically with um the Bolshevik order in like World War One that kind of time. And it's just like... That's that, what I'm saying. That, I love that then, era of history um, for Russia. Well, then even to, to piggyback onto that is the fact that we've had the character who connects to the character in the Russian one is a character that was featured in uh, Revelations. He was a bad guy that was controlled. He was an assassin that was controlled by the Templars. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we killed him pretty early on. But that's the character. That's the person that you would be going through to get to the Russian character. So, cool. That's cool. I'm liking that they're branching taking, out branching out with the Assassin's Creed series because I need something to draw me back into that series at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of right there. I'm probably I might wind up getting Unity at some point still, but I'm well, I'm also the, at the point where I kind of don't care. If, if they made I really I really want to see it branch out into really like different genres and specifically so I'd love to see something with like an XCOM mentality, like something more strategic mm-hmm. yeah. for your assassins. 
kind of taking on what they've done as a side thing in a lot of the revelations i'd really like games. a core game to be released taking the side portion of like unity like i don't really care much like let me put it this way when i play a mainline assassins game i love the story and i'm bought in but if they were upfront about a game that's like, oh no, this one's not very story driven in the sense that like your characters having a cohesive story thread, it's more like you guys are a part of a team that that team is featured in story motion moments that drive other game story further. I'd be cool with a game coming out that was just group focused, team based combat, kind of like what was put on the side of Unity. Like I'd really like a game that was that's the focus. I'd be down for that. But yeah, um, moving on. We got uh, some interesting... <laughs> I don't know why this is still a thing, but Quantum Break is delayed till 2016. The reason they gave for it, I really don't know if it's true or not, but it's yeah. it's very interesting. They basically wanted 2015 to uh, not be too terribly crowded with Microsoft exclusives. Oh, oh how kind of it, it couldn't possibly be difficulties in producing a game that ties in directly to a live-action series. It couldn't possibly be that one. No. Tied directly to it. I'm On the afraid one this hand, is going to be another Defiant. Yeah. yeah. On the other hand, like there might be some validity in their statement. They do have. They do have a lot. Rise or Rise of the Tomb Raider, Fable Legends, Forza, Halo, Halo 5, Five coming out. I mean, it could very real. That could be a real yeah, statement. So it'll yeah, be true, interesting to see true. how it goes. Our last piece of news this week is Halo Five hype. Boom. We got a bunch of well, not really a bunch, but just a lot of information thrown at us really, really quickly. <laughs> Hold on, I got a really good one. So. We know now that the release date is October 27th, correct? Yes. The Halo 5 beta was a 10.27 gig download. Get the fuck out. <laughs> no. Just I know. absolutely I know. not. So I read that on the internet. I was just laughing my ass off. But then what's funny is Bungie <laughs> confirmed it was a coincidence. I can just imagine. <laughs> Bungie just, or 343? 343. I can just imagine you know them I mean. being like, no, we got to put just... a little bit more content into the beta. <laughs> so we can get that. Oh, no, we're at 10.0. Oh, we got to take oh, something fuck, out. Fuck. Yeah. When I saw that, I started laughing. Like, wow, fans are that crazy. Got Dude, it. That's really funny. Um, how are. they announced. <laughs> I know, right? I love how they announced like everything. They basically oh, so threw good. two parallel trailers out there. Yeah, both live one, action. One, both live action. One featuring Locke. One featuring Master Chief. Yeah. Basically, so for example, in the lock one, it has lock kind of mo- monologuing about what's going on with like his mission lock, to yeah. hunt down the Master traitor, Chief, the traitor, and to everything. preserve his memory as a hero. Basically, it has uh, Master Chief kind of slumped over and wounded, yeah, uh, on underneath a statue of, of him, Master actually. Chief, yep. And the trailer ends with Locke pulling up a pistol and aiming it at him. And then the parallel is Master Chief monologuing and Locke. Yeah, what's funny is in the Master Chief, I haven't Chief seen one, the Master Chief one. Oh, okay. Yeah. He actually, it comes off more like he's monologuing to the memory of himself, that Son people of a bitch. rather than mem- monologuing to uh, yeah. Locke. That's the cool part is that he's monologuing. And at first, you think it's actually at Locke, but then as it ends, he's looking up at the old picture, of it, like the old image of himself, and finishes his sentence as he stares at it before he fires the bullet at Locke. That's exciting. Okay, see, I ah man, I really, I'm really excited for what they do with this story, especially considering all of the things that are going on in the all like the extended universe right now yeah yeah there's a lot of intriguing possibilities that they could take into this like on one side is the ascension of the human race as the replacements of the forerunners on the other side is the political struggles that they're currently stuck in before they can make that evolutionary step and mm-hmm. i want to i i hope they don't get caught up in just the politics and they can start delving more into that grandiose side of the, the fiction. yeah I, yeah i hope they meld it well 
That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, but I'm, a lot I'm of this stuff draws parallels to real life situations and events, like with specifically with World War Two and like how like what Halsey did is actually pretty much on par with what Nazi super scientists did during the 1940s. And then like how after after an event like a grand war, great war, they wind up treating those kind of people that helped push science forward and, and committed atrocities to save their people as these horrible monsters and gets rid of them and there's but there's like the other side of it too that like right. this is also part of a genetic code that's been inside dormant inside right. of mankind as a yeah. species since it was taken back centuries and centuries of evolution when we mm -hmm. first fought the forerunners in an ancient war ten thousand or some millennia right ago. right well it's i mean like, barring that no like, one everyone forgets that part though right like, it could be really interesting how we see the combination of what you're saying right with that well, like, and no, and I'm right, not even wrong. I'm not even getting at like in in the sense of that. I'm just saying like it's really cool seeing these story the way that they're doing these storytelling mirrors the real life situations and events that occurred. Sure. Like it's it's more of art mimicking life kind of moments. And so like the more that they do that and what you're saying of actually pulling into more of their own lore is amazing. And then um some funny things that happened in the trailer just real quick too is during one of them one character's holding uh, a battle rifle and then when you go to the HUD view it's an it's a DMR <laughs> I didn't, I didn't that. notice that but that's that's funny that you picked yeah, that up yeah like those kinds of things happen in the trailer like it it's great that they're doing them but the live action always kind of winds up having these small little errors and that's did you, proof of them did you guys ever watch Nightfall I didn't I, I wanted know. to but I haven't yet I'll tell you right now you can skip it I've heard okay bad basically you just learned that Locke is a great guy and the act Locke's got eye that actor is great he's just never given any good material to work with that's all i've heard is like oh yeah he's really good just he's not to get given anything worthwhile i hope i hope the game has better material than that so that damn thing yeah anyway still though yeah um i just want to take a yeah, quick yeah. mention of there was an article that went on Kotaku this week that pointed out how huge in essence this announcement was for microsoft and actually goes back to what we were talking about with Quantum Break. You just had, you know, a couple weeks ago, Sony <clears throat> delaying Uncharted. You know, a week and a half ago, Nintendo just delayed Zelda. Zelda. And yep. then Microsoft, like, nope, boom, Halo 5 this year. Yeah, yep. I, I think that was definitely an interesting time that they did it and a good one for Microsoft. More intriguing, though, too, as well with that is what they're going to line up for E3. There's so much in like in like, oh, maybe we're doing it, maybe not. I want to see them come out with like a few of the things that fans have been like speculating and wanting, such as maybe uh, a Halo. Um, what's the name of the old RTS again? I don't know why I'm forgetting. It's Wars. Name. Wars. Wars. Halo Wars Two. That'd be a cool announcement. Cool. Yep. Um, more features really on Halo Five. Um, like I really want them to like own what they're doing now and keep it going forward. Hopefully they don't stand is. idle on e3 that's all I'm as silly as it is even that halo assault like i wouldn't mind let me put it that way i wouldn't mind something like that to spin off another character so we get some character development on the side that features someone like they did with that well, where it was like a character assault that comes to the consoles as well because if i'm not mistaken it's only pc right now pc phone tablet um xbox annoying. one does have it it's oh, well. the two thumbstick it already it's already out it was uh the first oh i'm thinking about the second Oh. They're, they're doing that second one as well. Oh, see, so they're already making a second one. That so yeah, I wouldn't mind essentially like in the way that that was a top-down dual thumbstick shooter. I wouldn't mind similar mentalities of like, okay, we want to expand on this character. Let's do a thing that features that. You know what I mean? Sure. So like, I'd be down for more stuff like that. 
But yeah, that ends our uh, main part of nerdly news. Now we get we're going to go on ahead and come back with uh, Nintendo Direct news and our thoughts and feelings on all that Nintendo goodness. Nintendo. Nintendo all the time. That's what we're talking about on the topic for Geek Domination Podcast. Nintendo. What's up with Nintendo right now? A lot. A lot. <laughs> they decided to do a Nintendo Direct on April Fool's, which we talked about. Yeah, yeah. That they had, they uh, were... Arguably stupidity of it. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that they had to clarify like a thousand times that this is all legit. So uh, we wanted to make a quick comment about Iwata. Ooh. He does not look good at all. He oh, looks no so tired and dying. I, see, I'll be like, honest. I, feel I bad just caught guy. recaps of the Nintendo. Right. Direct, I would just I go like take him. a look at it because I mean, Even like, just he, the first ten seconds, he, you'll see it. He had that surgery like last year. last yeah. June. Like he's dropped a ton of weight. There's like a squint in his face. Like he's like part holding, of his face. Part of his face. It like some people are like did he have a stroke or something like oh, insane? Shit. But he had like a one eye looking like it was slightly twitching near the end of the the, the thing. Like it was weird. Jeez. That sucks. So hopefully everything is going okay. Good luck, hopefully he's grooming a nice replacement. Like not to be mean or anything, but just with the way that How Japanese terrible. works. How old is just he? Just with the way that Japanese function in their companies, I hope he's. How old is he? I want to say in his fifties. I think he's not older than that. He might be with the way that uh, Satoru Wada. Fifty-nine. So yeah. Okay. Fifty-five. Fifty-five. Yep. Told you, fifties. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, he. I'm. I'm assuming that the, he's probably grooming a, a successor, and that he'll take much more of like a corporate uh, back role kind of position. Sure. That'll be far less stressful than being the guy that's trying to run the show. Right. So. So we're just gonna run through yeah. um, a lot of the news that interests us, yeah. which is almost everything. Basically, Honestly, we have something to say about everything. At this yeah, point. when a direct happens, like they do it for a reason. Yeah. Everything becomes interesting. So we'll just go through everything as it was presented. Uh, we started off very strong with Smash Bros. Starting yep. off uh, right into an official Mewtwo trailer. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, the launch date as well. Um, April twenty eighth, and we also got some pricing for yep. it. It's uh. Three ninety nine for if you want to do it for one, one console or the other one or the other either Wii U or three DS or you can pay four ninety nine and get it on both. Yep. Cool. Um, if you already registered before March thirty first, both games on your uh, Club Nintendo, you will be getting him a code for him on April fifteenth. You get him for free. For free. Yep. For buying two copies of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so free. Free. Question <laughs> <laughs> mark. Depending uh, on how you bought the game, it might have been thirty nine ninety nine. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? At the low, low price. Yeah, low, low price. <laughs> uh, the next really cool thing they announced for Smash Bros. was that they are adding DLC costumes for Mii Fighters. I'm actually kind of excited about I'm this. I'm super excited for this. The first set um, that they are launching has a Smash Bros. t-shirt, cat suit, monkey, monkey suit, monkey suit, a Link outfit, a Majora's mask, X and Proto Man armor from Mega Man. And Excellent. Fucking Dunban outfit from Xenoblade. Nice. Yep. See, here's my thing. Like, I always found like 
because it takes a while to earn a lot of the extra extra costumes. I was actually just looking game. at mine last night, and yeah, it took fucking forever to get. Yeah, to the point and of that. I've only unlocked one, and I've been I've really. Tr- I've I've played a lot of the extra stuff. Have you stuff. done a lot of uh, that board game one? Because that's where I've gotten most of mine. Maybe I'll do the board game one more. But that's the thing where I'm going with this. I've got a eventually lot. like there comes a point where it's like not too many costumes at least at first and this gives a way for other people just to get some more options on hand yeah, which yeah. is always nice right. so um the costumes launch on april 15th the same day there will be a good an update that comes out with the mewtwo launch yeah and then they'll get this pricing for this um each armor piece individually will be 75 cents for one console a dollar, dollar for, for both, both or you can buy the entire bundle that was everything announced for six dollars for one or 920 for both okay i might get the six dollar one just for the the wheel. wheel. Yeah. Right. Motherfucking Lucas is back. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Oh. I realized why they had the trailer the way it was because you were kind of complaining. No, I just was laughing about it. So oh, for yeah. those who haven't seen the trailer, it's a it's a trailer of like the Mother 3 theme, which is like yep. this really sad sounding theme <laughs> yep. with Ness just getting the other <laughs> shit beat out of him <laughs> by anyone. And then this is screen fades to back and it's just PK fire. And then yep. Lu- Lucas out of nowhere. Yep. So I realize it's to parallel Brawl when Ness saves Lucas during Subspace mm-hmm. Emissary. Right, it's, right. it's the mirror of that moment. It's kind of witty. I, I like it. I just loved how everyone, when this announcement was released, it's April Fool's! It's not true! It's fake! <laughs> it was like, John Luke was one who was, who immediately said, like, I know this is fake, but I wish it was true. We're like, uh, it's, it's, it's true. true. Like, it's real. <sighs> I'm so excited. Um, cool. DLC cool coming it. in June. That's all I could say for the time yeah, being. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And the really cool thing that has come out of this with the, the official release date announcement of Mewtwo and the announcement of Lucas is they have launched a fighter ballot, which is allowing one. players to essentially submit who they want in the game. I love that idea. Hopefully more Fire Emblem characters. But <laughs> I hope, there's already, I hope there's more in 12. general. Yeah. Um, Actually, uh, if you guys don't mind, I'd, I'd like to even mention the one that I submitted. No, just absolutely. Because it was really no, so that, while yeah, you, that's what I was waiting while for. While you load yeah. up real quick, um, um, some of the the <clears throat> most popular that have come up on, on sites have been characters like um, Bayonetta. That would be an oh, excellent be really cool, cool uh, Waluigi to kind of parallel the rest of the Mario and Warrior good, Bros. Good. Toad, please no. No. Shovel Knight. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Um, Kamek or just a Magia Koopa in general could be interesting um knuckles yeah that'd be good that'd be super that'd be really cool tails would be a parallel to that one i wouldn't be excited Uh, bringing wolf back potentially Uh, yeah i foresee the ability to bring back any of the previous fighters as being simpler than even making new ones that'd be super cool um this one i actually like a lot simon belmont from the Castlevania series. That'd be really That's cool. That's a good point. That would be really because cool. Because technically they can do that because of the Are we going to touch on what? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. And then um, the other one, which is the one that you actually submitted, which is Young Link or Majora's Mask Link. Yeah. So what I put in there specifically was Majora's Mask Young Link. Uh, obviously, the, you, you basically just list character you're voting for title that it appears in and then the reasoning in like 500 characters so for just to give some preface so zane had a very well thought out by the way i did this all as i was typing it i didn't think of this before there you go but it's just a very well thought out very well presented statement i i submitted one and it was character proto man 
reason because it's motherfucking proto man. That's yeah. how I would do my <laughs> submission, which would be not what you would expect. Yeah. And this is my joke submission. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I love uh, joke ones. Peppy from Star Wars. Yes! yes. Motherfucking yes. barrel roll. Do that's, a barrel roll. Slimes in a barrel and just rolls at you. <laughs> no, yes. that's a slide of smash. Just do a barrel. The entire screen spins yeah. and it's like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> Giant R wing just like barrel rolls. Like <laughs> <laughs> so in mine, I went through. I was like, with the successful sales and reception of the aforementioned title, it just makes sense. Give Link a down B to transform into three other characters, like the old Pokemon one. You could do it that way. Or the alternate option would be like down B would be the Goron rollout move. The up B would be the Deku Link launching move where he floats. Smash B would be uh, boomerangs from Zora. And then his charge B could be either. I thought about it later. It could have been also the spin, sort just the standard sword spin that he, the magic one, or the one that I submitted, which is that it charges up his fierce deity strike. So he throws one blade across the screen. I would prefer the special moves being each one, only if they can eliminate what would essentially be. It would technically kind of not necessarily input lag as just kind of like animation transformation lag, transformation lag, basically making it like animated where he'd be like slapping the mask on real quick and doing that yeah with not like sacrificing like the actual I, thing. I completely agree like you'd have to find a way to balance the transformation itself and the move but essentially i would prefer like my second part which was more thought out which is very much as you can tell individual moves per versions of link i think the best thing to do would be keep pokemon trainer yeah, if you could still do that same kind of thing, yeah. keep B as arrows because it's still Link. Do yeah, the yeah. side B as the boomerangs, and then just have his final smash. Yeah, be the fierce, fierce deity. Yeah, I mean, it, even it would... if it's just the fierce deity triforce slash, I'd be okay with that. That could be that. I feel like I'm tired of that because there's already two characters well, that absolutely. do the exact same move. But I would the fact that they're really putting like... fierce deity in it would be cool. Yeah, if they did fierce fierce deity and they did some form of a just better, it could even work out more like. Uh, Sonic, Supersonic, or Giga Bowser. Giga Bowser. Giga Bowser would be more accurate, probably, because it'd be slower movement across the screen, but his slices would be devastating. Um, but or, or Super Wario, any of those like weird characters that are just transformations. Um, I was gonna say too, like in an ideal world, like imagine all the submissions that are gonna come in. You know, there's Absolutely. thousands, thousands, thousands of submissions. Um. In an ideal world, and now that they seem to be embracing DLC more, mm-hmm. could you imagine maybe a big release title comes out, say Star Fox, and somebody like Wolf gets released alongside, thus also getting you excited for the purchase, and it comes out in accordance with that too. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword, renewing interest cool. in Mario, or in Super Smash, and in the game that they're promoting at That'd the time too. Cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Side note, because I don't know where else to include this. This yeah, yeah. was not in the direct, but a domain name has popped up. StarFoxHorizons.com. You can go. It's in StarFoxRising? Horizons. Horizons. You yeah. can go. There's like actually nothing really on the site i'll go to it real quick i'm pulling it up too for but like it's like oh wait there's a Star Fox website right now and that's interesting so I, and i'm making sure that's still there and it wasn't just there for april fools i like how that says Star Fox event horizon i'm like oh we don't want Star Fox in event horizon <laughs> like imagine like a horror Star Fox. right jesus christ I'm not finding whatever. I'm not finding it now too. What the hell? Well, maybe it was, it was taken probably down. just 
something that someone was doing on April Fools or something or yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go to the uh, actual link that I linked on our podcast page really quick. Okay, you, you, while you do that, um yeah, I'm curious of it too with with the Star Fox thing and and the coinciding releases to promote, but I would also be intrigued cuz that what you brought up in that is what does that mean for future games cuz I mean if this is in fact the last game that the creator wants to work on of this series specifically, but we can probably generally gauge that more than likely there's going to be future okay. Smash Bros games. I found sure. it. It's starfox-horizons.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's a functional site. It says winter 2015, so I don't know how that's going to work. So I don't wonder if this is actually a dated site. Uh, you know what, though? That actually coincides pretty well considering they they swore up and down left and right that Star Fox would come out before uh, Legend of Zelda and Legend of Zelda was pushed out of 2015 that's also interesting that they mentioned they were... platinum games there too right yeah it's official by the way it's an official site yeah yeah so that's pretty cool so we'll be interesting to see where that goes but um, one of the coolest things that have come out of this whole fighter ballot thing has basically been this to kind of note that hey, um, the people who own Rare, which is Microsoft, say they have no intro, no um, issues with Banjo joining Smash. Joining Smash would be amazing. That would be sweet. That'd be right. super cool, and it would be smart. And going back to what you said, maybe that could actually work into a re envisioning of the character let's not go like nuts and bolts but like yeah. bring him back to his roots no, I, love, I, mean, I love totally how the agreement. title of that game also works as a means to uh exclaim the, the game is had. just nuts and bolts yeah <laughs> just, let's, let's not go all nuts and bolts on this guys <laughs> um but yeah i mean like i feel like this game's gonna get a lot more longevity out of a, a dlc format and I'm by having okay with it being dlc characters yeah and I mean, it's not even that much. I mean, four dollars for a console for a character. Yeah. I was gonna say this is this is a fighting game tradition. Like, it, it, if we had to generalize it, it's a fighting game. Absolutely, it's it is more people in there, but it's a fighting game. And four ninety nine for a character is an extremely good deal. Like, we're talking about yeah. characters in most releases that are like nine ninety nine. I was about to say Mortal Kombat's probably gonna do a nine ninety nine release. Yeah, for in each fact, character. actually, currently, what you paid for was like a seven ninety nine a character plus costume costumes packs. and yeah and mine Johnny is Cage like mines. an ahead of release date so yeah. when it actually comes out it could be nine ninety nine around no that discount, range so so yeah it's an extremely good price and I think this presents Nintendo with an opportunity to show that they're willing to embrace DLC much more like they did with Fire Emblem Awakening which all of that was great yeah something that you just got me thinking about though with your Star Fox mentioned from before was. Because you mentioned Fox. Peppy or, or, or Wolf. Wolf, wolf <laughs> the Wolf portion before is that I've always had a deep-seated love since 64 introduced the whole Wolf team, that whole team, that I would love to see something focusing on them. I would never want it to detract from a Star Fox release, but if they were to ever take a, a moment or a DLC think they could ever do yeah do like story. say like a four mission DLC yeah yeah I would want a Star Wolf submission I, I want it I love the music for Star Wolf too oh my I, god yeah. like the, every time they came in the version the version they um did for um assault was so good so that trumpet it was oh I can see goosebumps yep but actually, I, I would, did just get two I, I really want. So I would really want Wolf 
gameplay. Um, last small piece of Smash news is they announced the next couple waves of Amiibos. Smash Amiibos. Um, with timelines With timelines-ish. May 29th, we'll get Charizard, Pac-Man, Wario, Greninja, Lucina, Robin, Jigglypuff, and Ness. You got your Ness pre-order. So this actually, like, right after Direct, GameStop tweeted, like, pre-orders tomorrow at 2 p.m. for this next wave. <laughs> and those who didn't hear about the fiasco that happened... <laughs> So not only the second that this event went live did all of GameStop's sites crash, all of their in-game or in-store registers crashed as well. This is completely just decimated GameStop. Nintendo. I mean, they've had problems before, but that's crazy. Yeah. So Holy additionally, shit. I saw something today that I told both of you before the cast, and that was that picture there, the GIF that was uh, from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Will Smith. It has a cooking fire going on. They labeled the cooking fire demand. <laughs> they labeled Will Smith Nintendo. He is slurping water from the faucet and spitting at the fire to put it out. And every time he spits, it says supply. And this is the most accurate visual representation of what is going on right now. If, with there, if we could get a snapshot of that meme, like oh, in the motion with the supply, like in the middle yeah. going into the fire, like that would be like the perfect like picture for this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> the most per- pic- uh, picture perfect moment for this. So like situation. I went immediately after yeah. I got off of work, which was about three hours after it started. There were reports that people were like taking hours to get their orders processed in Probably. store for this. This guy, the, um, worker at GameStop was telling me he was like there were people here an hour before the event started and they left three hours later so it took them two hours to get their orders completely processed and it's like fuck that I went in there was like only you could only order at that point um Wario Charizard Ness and you can get Charizard stuff. Pac-Man when I walked in like Lucina and Robin oh, apparently yeah, they're all sold out I know that uh, sold Not out immediately surprised. Um, actually, we never even mentioned this, that Ness was, in fact, a GameStop exclusive. That's why they were um, doing this. Mm-hmm. I walked in there. I was like, Ness pre-order, go now. And processed, like, immediately because their issues were gone by that. By the time that he got back to the order screen, Charizard was gone. Fuck. So I was so upset. Yeah. Because I was That like, was the only one on that list that I'm looking at. I'm like, that one and Greninja were the only two. I was like, I might want those. Right. But at this point, they're, they're all gone. gone. They're all gone. Yeah. I'm it fucked. was within 24 hours that they were gone. So, I. You see my small assortment over there. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. That's all it's ever going to be. I mean, be. I'm I, probably... if, if I ever see an Ike, I'm getting it for you. But... Yes. <gasps> if you can get me an Ike, That'd be cool. I will love you forever. <laughs> but, like, I'm not going to stress it. Like, right. I've, I've already resolved myself. Like, because I also wanted a Lucario because I was a Toys R Us exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were gone within seconds. I don't even know those things ever existed <laughs> at this point. Um, um, like, I'm, I'm getting Ness, which makes me excited. Um, yeah. I'll throw this in here. I know it's later. Um, they have not confirmed when yet, but this was confirmed at the direct that Mewtwo and Lucas will be getting their own amiibos at some point. Yeah. Probably, like, sometime in 2016. Yeah. yeah. So those will sell out. Instantly. If you ever see a Captain Falcon, I've realized that that's my actual go-to for when I'm like, oh, fuck, shit needs to get real. So if you ever see Captain Falcon out there in the ether, it's a, you'll never you'll never do it. I'll just tell you right now. You'll never do it. But if I you do. I swear I've seen one. I swear I've seen If one you too. do, grab it because um, I'll throw. So the other know, small difference. pieces of Smash Amiibos, we will get Dark Pit and Palutina yeah. in July. 
and then we'll get Olimar, Bowser Jr., Dr. Mario, Ganondorf, which I'm, grab a Ganondorf. I'm probably going to get a Ganondorf, and get Zero Ganondorf. Suit Samus in September. I'm Zero probably going to get cool. Samus, but Samus is everywhere, so I'm not in a big hurry. Hopefully you get your overpowered Samus with two cannons. The two cannon Samuses. That'd be super cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. That's, basically, that's basically it. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot more, at least on this on, on the Smash front of Amiibos and stuff like that. There were a lot more Amiibo announcements that are going to come, but we're going to announce those with the games that we're going to talk about. Yep. So, uh, The next piece of news we had was Amiibo, Amiibo Tap, Nintendo's <clears throat> Greatest Bits, which was something we actually talked about a while Seven ago. Seven months ago, yeah. Yeah, it's basically you... It's a downloadable app that will be available in spring Yeah. on yep. Wii U. Take your Amiibo, slap it on your gamepad, yep. and you will get a three-minute long... They're calling them scenes. Scenes, yeah. Per yeah. characters. Basically little demos of their past games that you can play. Think yeah. of it like the, um, the Masterpiece cool. Collection in Brawl. Each, each Amiibo will supply one of, like, nine scenes per character. So, like... Nine Mario Amiibos will each have a different scene for a Mario character. So that's how they're running it, essentially. So it's more for trading so that you and your friends can kind of be like, oh, I actually got scene three to pop. Do you want to try scene three? I'll try scene one. And you just trade your Amiibos real quick, and you can try them out. That's what Amiibo they card or maybe or trading um, Amiibo, Amiibo game. game. Yeah. But they want to kind of generate a little bit of like uh, hubbub about their old games. Um, there's also every scene has a link to the eShop to download the game that is being shown. I think that's smart. Genius, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I also kind of found it funny. I'm like, yep, I expected that, but I'm sure, yeah. I mean, you know, at least Nintendo's honest about it. It's like, hey, yeah. this is here to get you to buy the game. You're going to buy it? You're going to buy it? Want to buy it? Because it's on screen. Want to buy it? Want to buy it? Want to buy it? Here, here, it's right here. Buy it, buy it right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. <laughs> yep, All three yep. times up, you got to buy it now. Mario Maker oh, is a thing. This game it's actually coming out. so much fun. I want it so, so much. So what's actually really funny, and I thought about this later, was – um. So I remember following up with this last year after E3. It was right around the time that we started dabbling in this whole project. Yeah, together. I remember briefly talking about it. Um, originally, you could only mess with the visuals of the first Mario game and new Super Mario Brothers. And they've added since they've then. They've added then. Um, World and yep. Bros. 3. Yep. In addition to those, it, all, it used to only run. I don't know if it's been updated at all. I doubt it. But only runs on the uh, the physics engine for new super mario brothers so that's the physics of it so it looked like it was each individual one i would hope because that was the biggest complaint coming out of e3 from everybody was when they touched it they would switch to the classic and it would still have the physics abilities of it new. looked like it was each individual game. i think it is too but i we'll see we'll actually wait until we have a final answer on that i really hope it is but the interface looks absolutely it looks perfect incredible for it. it's just basically you got your all your different blocks on top, mm -hmm. dragon block or drag and drop. So like basically, yep. it's like oh here's an item box. Oh what do you inside the item box? Mushroom, cool. Dragon and done. Yep. You can place invisible blocks, the vine yep. blocks. How tall you want your pipes? Yep. It looks so easy, and I want it so bad. I foresee two things: legitimate awesome levels. Couple all couple in with that remixes of old levels too. Because you know I, I love too. Did you ever see those? Um, I'll find one that was like really good. Like those levels that would play themselves. Yeah, yeah. Those were just absolutely insane. I'm, I'm guessing we'll see a bunch of those, too. Yeah. And then, two, have you guys ever heard of or touched I Want to Be the Guy? Oh, God. I don't okay. want to be the guy. What the we'll show you after You've never heard done. of I Want to Be the Guy? I'll show him after this. Oh, but... you're just going to make him play it. That's all you're going to do. <laughs> I don't want to find and download I Want to Be the Guy just on my Google, new computer. Google I Want to Be the Guy. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> he needs to experience the first the, room. The tragedy that is that game. Okay, well, I foresee a lot of that happening, too. There was this one um, specific 
yeah. um, Super Mario World hack or ROM that was so well known. I can, I know it because um, have you guys ever watched Proton John? Yeah, on yeah, YouTube? yeah. He did a bunch of them back in the day. I'm trying to find what the most. But to continue the thought on Mario Maker, Mario Maker uh, launches in September. And it looks really fun. So, yeah, I bet you would, like, I'll probably wind up getting it not to create, but to play other people's levels. I I might do the same with this because it doesn't, I, I mean, I'm not, like, a huge, like, Mario kind of person. Kaizo Mario. We'll see. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Kaizo is, yeah. I think it it translates into, like, something in Japanese. It's, like, either, like, suicide or death. Yeah. It's just right. stupid difficult. Mm-hmm. Nice. But, yeah, like, for me, this is a great, like, it's kind of like a proof of concept for, like, what possibly the Wii U could do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see from this idea with Mario, I hope that they can take this and like in Super Smash, but hopefully better, um, take that idea and like learn to make other levels for different games too. Like, you know, um, yeah, I throwing it out there, you know, a Star Fox, like create your own Star Fox map or something like I that. I mean, that's, like that's how I would spend the rest of my life. Exactly. Um, like I was going to say, <laughs> I know much. a lot of like hype has been put into the possibility of an Advance Wars for um for like the next like stage of like you know that kind of genre yeah. and i'd love to see like a advanced ward stays creator like that'd be cool i'd love to see that yeah. i just love it in more tactical games cool. stuff like that so. all right yep yoshi's woolly world it thing. looks good um looks a lot like uh yoshi's story yoshi's story well, it mixed looks like... with kirby's epic yarn yes exactly um Reason why I specifically allude to Yoshi's story is because that was the one that didn't have the annoyance of Mario, Baby Mario. That game was so good. Yoshi's I story loved awesome. Yoshi's story oh was great. God. Yoshi's Island no. and we, those. those are stupid. We have Yoshi's Island right now. <laughs> we have that on the 3DS too, and it's we, awful. we have it on the Wii U. And like, I'm just difficult. I'm watching awful. Katie just like she'll be like I can't wait to play it when I get home. She'll she'll play it and start for screaming. five start minutes throwing something. And she will have a rage quit. <laughs> she unfortunately doesn't throw things. <laughs> that one too. Yes, all the time. So we got you've it seen right it. Now. Our 3DS is the Yoshi's Island. 3ds oh yeah that's and right. the bundle and so katie plays it and she she'll even tell me she's like oh where's yoshi's i want to play that i'm like it's over there five ten minutes go by this is dumb <laughs> this is so dumb <laughs> like screaming and i'm like this is yeah. why i don't play yoshi's island so, yeah um the most ridiculous thing is that they're launching fucking yarn yoshi i was gonna say Amiibos. i was gonna say that's probably all we're gonna have and then i was i thought about it, i'm like no, I already know what? Katie. We're gonna wind up getting them. Yeah, yeah. So they're actually really cool. They're I com- like them actually. So I'm you know, probably gonna get all. They're literally three. just made out of yarn. Okay, I missed with the plastic base. Huh. No, it, that's the thing. Is the the it's not even a plastic like base. That's the material. The, N- the NFC chip is just in, in the, the bottom yarn. of oh bottom God, of the yarn. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that's actually so. Cool. Like I was looking at. Yeah, here's a close up. So. It's just a single. It looks like a merit badge patch on the bottom yeah, of the yarn totally. doll. That's right, and yeah. that's where the NFC that's code is. Crazy. So, like, I looked at all three, and I was like, I'll probably just wind up getting all three. Like, I like a variety of Yoshi's. Why not? That's cool. Yoshi, Yoshi. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. It has two modes: classic and uh, mellow. In classic mode, it's just traditional Yoshi's Island style, just movement, throwing eggs, etc. Randomly, incredibly difficult at times. Yeah, randomly is super hard for some reason. Mellow will provide the ability to just be winged Yoshi all the time, which is overpowered, but whatevs. And then um, what's cool is that when you use the Amiibos, it'll actually take the place of a player two if you don't have anyone to play with. 
because in the traditional game you can play as co-op and then run together and then like you can eat the other yoshi and he'll turn into a ball for you and you can throw your partner then to higher levels or use him as a weapon if you're out of eggs so it just it kind of plays into that whole mentality well because oh we've put this thing in there that we can't have you use all the time even when you're single player so let's make a thing that'll allow for that yeah so cool. pretty cool it launches in the fall pretty good looks, looks pretty freaking cool yep we got some more info on splatoon i'm so 50 50 on this game like yeah. i want to play it really bad but i don't want to play it unless there's a voice chat oh well, absolutely there's no voice chat in it yet really yeah, yeah no. really that's why like when it was at its inception i was excited and as it's gotten more and more towards its release and not much has changed like i don't like, want to have to cause like i can see an easy I workaround i can it. see a pretty simple workaround skype or Cell phone to phone is free minutes usually on most networks. Or you know, which I've done this before too. You're using like so. What I was doing was yeah. using the Xbox 360. I was gonna party say we could jump on PS4 chat, switch over, Wii. and just have the controller. Yeah, we could easily run PS4 party chat and then run Wii U games for party chat features. Like there's workarounds. I'm just kind of frustrated. That actually that might be kind of fun. That's silly. I've thought about that doing that with you for a while now. Like that'd be the easiest way for us to play games together if we wanted to smash out against like like go on tag team smash world yeah. tournament stuff. Yeah. Like, that'd be the way to do it. Yeah. That'd be yeah, the way to do it. But yeah, idea. um there's a couple of new modes. It's kind of cool. They're just driving the hype up for this game and they're going to release some Amiibos. Three Amiibos, one male, one female, and then a squid model, like the model of the squid leaping. Um, I didn't see what those actually gave you, though. Uh, it gives you special missions, extra oh, okay. missions in-game that give you um, cool. unique gear slash clothing options. And, it, and looked like, it looked like in their video that you can buy that winding up. You can purchase it as each individual amiibo, or there is going to be one simple just three-pack. Bundle that pack that's purchasable with the game. With the game. And that yep. will drop the same day as the game, which is May 29th. Yeah. I'll get that way late, probably. <laughs> I mean, But I am really curious about that one. It looks fun. Right. There was a game. What was it? It was the first. It was a game on. It was the Blob on Wii. Oh I yeah, the, the blob. first one was super successful. The yep. two one was awful. Yep. But regardless, um, we got some new news for virtual consoles specifically. Yeah, that, we kind of offhandedly mentioned one of these earlier. Right. But. Uh, N64 and DS games are coming to Wii U. DS games is super cool. And yeah, super that's yeah, yeah. Sweet. I mean, it makes sense. It has multiple viewing options. I'll say that. I'll preface it with this: like you're able to use just the the pad as a touchpad as the bottom screen to the TV's top screen. You can run the entire thing. On the mod modded like no, you're just two. taking the game side and putting no, no, it. No, there's horizontal. two. There's two. You oh, can also watch. You can play it just normal, where it's between the two hands, or you can do what you're suggesting, which is flip it and use just one end, and the entire thing becomes uh, both screens. It's cool that they there's, have options. The, yeah, three basic. options is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, the different titles that are out, you can right now go on and download uh, Super Mario 64. You can also download for the DS the Yoshi Touch and Go. No, um, it's Yoshi to Island DS. Oh, yeah, it is Island, you're right, Island DS. Um, we got a couple of announcements for other games that are coming out. Uh, yeah. April 9th, we get Yoshi Touch and Go. Yep, that's and Warrior Wear Touch, which I love because Warrior Game, Warrior, yeah, Warrior Wear games, games are awesome. They are really they are cool. so stupid, but they're great. so much fun. So they're great, great so party games. Fun. Yeah, um, April for the Wii was the best. This one made me the most excited. April 16th, we're getting Donkey Kong 64. As I was telling oh, you, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, cool. so as I was telling you earlier, like they announced the Super Mario one, and I was like, eh, I've I played that game to death. I don't need to buy it. But then when it's announced Donkey Kong, I was like, I missed out on that one on the 64. It's Definitely downloaded. The, it. like, like epitome of a collect-a-thon. Yeah. 
That's just insane. Uh, April 23rd, we will get Mario Kart DS. Hey. And April 30th, we'll get Paper Mario. I'll probably get Paper Mario. Love I'm, that. Yeah, I never got yeah. a really Thousand Year Door. It, Thousand so. Year Door is the best one by far. Um, one other quick note about this. They announced pricing points for this. N64 will be uh, 10 to $12 yep. per game. DS will be 7 to $10. These and they're all at release will be 10 Right. And yep. then... Um, there will also be a $2 transfer option if you want to take your games on Wii Virtual Console and push them to Wii U Virtual Console for $2. Oh, yeah. The advantage to this is so you can play them on your gamepad, basically. Hmm. Which, I'm okay with that. Cool. I like it. Um, there was a bunch... There was a trailer for a bunch of indie stuff yeah. that's coming that I didn't really care about. The, the cool thing it, but... was that Octodad is coming to the Wii U. Oh is, no, kidding! Which, oh, which we've played. We've you and I have messed that around with that on PS4 be fun for a gamepad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That comes out in summer. And the other one, which was really interesting to me, was a game called Don't Starve Giant Edition, which is this really oh, weird. Don't starve! I actually like that game. Yeah, it's like a top-down yeah. survival Came out world thing. Really Lost like members game. in like February mm-hmm. last year. Oh, so mm-hmm. I don't have yet. Um, the really cool thing that I think why it's worth mentioning this is that each purchase of the game actually gives you two copies, so you can give one away. You give away a, a download code because someone. That frustrating. Um, I've played it, and like, it's so silly the way it works. So, like, you'll be running around a forest, and then say like you need you. The whole premise is right there in front of you. Don't starve. You're it's a survival game. So like, you better build a fire and find a way to kill something or or, or harvest something because you're going to die with it. Oh, nightfall, you're dead. Like, it's... There's some people that figured out how to make it work for days and days and days, but unless you have the interest in a survival game f- to try and push your game time that long, like, after two or three deaths, you're just like, I'm done. I'm just done. Yeah, I, I played it when it first came out, and, like, I really enjoyed it at first, but mm-hmm. it is that kind of game that unless you love it... It will get old fast, and that's what happened for me. I just eventually. I played, I think, two deaths, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm done. I don't have <laughs> okay. any interest in." I, I did have a bit more. Yeah. Than that, I was just like, "Fuck it, I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> this guy can go die. I don't care. So I'll announce this last next thing, and I'll let uh, Anthony take. Oh this. yeah, yeah. This we is all. I got our first official trailer for the Shimigami Tensei and Fire Emblem crossover. Oh my god! So, the the trailer alone is exciting in tone um it's just it seems very fun and poppy and i like, love the art style because it literally i was gonna say straight out of an anime just exactly like cell shading mixture i mean it, it completely so reminded like it. me of a persona 4 cutscene. Like, yeah. that's really what i was thinking when i was watching it and the good thing here is that it does seem fun in tone the bad thing was i was expecting more fire emblem there's a lot of Shin Megami Tensei and a lot of Persona into it, which is totally at the studios, but very little Fire Emblem. It looks like when you get down to the nitty and gritty of it, they have some kind of transformation scene. Yeah, you and I were kind of talking. Like, it sounds a Fire like, a, it's like a day and night sequence thing where essentially Maybe. day you're doing one game. That might be it. That, might, I mean, that like, might be it. And they look like they took skins off of character models from Fire Emblem and put them into a Shin Megami world which i guess is fine it i just kind of just looked like to, to like when we were talking about like it's like power rangers like you hit a button and you would transform into your yeah. power mode and your power mode happens to be a fire oh, like character. 
Yeah, Right. I'm still interested in yeah, the game, absolutely. but I'm definitely not as hyped as I was when the original. When was this announced? Came out. January 2014. Came, yeah, no, not even 2013. 2013. 2013. 2013. Um, almost two years ago. Summer, and then yeah, nothing when, since then. Yeah, it was right. like perfect in that Fire Emblem Awakening hype. And then since then it's been quiet until this, and I'm glad to see that it's at least alive. But not I mean, are you still gonna buy it at launch? It depends on the next trailer. I see. Maybe I not mean, launch, gonna, but he's gonna buy it. I'll probably get it at some point. Yeah. yeah. I just I like both of those franchises enough that alone I'll probably get it. Right. So we also got It'd be really first... weird. Just side note, real quick, if this was one of those weird things that was created that actually appeared appealed to no one of, that was a fan of the original two. And it was just God. a standalone. Thing. Everyone oh. else would be a fan, but the people that are fans of the oh, other God. two, that one or the other or both. Actually, I could. In my worriest of worries, uh, yeah, they that might go that route. <laughs> uh, we also got our first look at Fatal Frame Wii U, which is coming to the states. It's been out in Japan for a while. Yeah, that was cool. I I like the Fatal. There Frame was series. there was gonna say there was, was one cool. on Wii U before. Um, it's this weird horror using yeah. your gamepad as a camera, weird, yeah. terrifying yeah. thing. Yeah, I love it because it's one of the those few games that come out from nintendo that's actually creepy and scary. and then when we talked about this before but when nintendo goes creepy they go they fucking go creepy hard they, creepy, yeah. they make you terrified to move yeah <laughs> in real life terrified to move all the things um switching over to a bunch you of take 3DS. this first one yeah so with running, the S notes, with um there was a really cool puzzle platformer announced called back or box boy which was yeah. uh published by Hal, who's famous for the Kirby games. And Smash Bros. So this is the one that you're playing yes, right now? Yes, I was playing earlier today. What is this? It's incredibly addictive. It's yep. essentially like... I'll, I'll, it's a puzzler. It's, it's a like puzzler. A you're a little puzzle. box, and you have the ability to basically grow into more blocky shapes. So it's like basically like the most basic of it is throwing box to get upstairs and stuff like that. But like where I am now, it's like, like moving like the box shapes to like slither through like corridors like a snake or like using it like a hook where essentially there's a large gap and you basically like make like two up and like one across box and you jump and then that top box like lands and you like warp up there it's absolutely ridiculous and it's just like that perfect like little puzzler it's time fun? killer it's super fun <laughs> okay <laughs> i just the description i'm, I'm like I, i'm not I'm pretty sure it. this sounds like it would be interesting yeah it was five bucks and i had yeah yeah seven dollars sitting on my uh nintendo account i was like yeah, yeah we'll buy this real quick cool and i've completed like 40 levels of it already yeah, it, while we've been sitting here today. Yeah, and like it, I messed around with the one level, and I could see where it would go. Like I can easily see how it progress, and it, oh, yeah, it's like it's, getting to the super, point where it's like this. It reminds me difficult. heavily of several games that were on addicting games back in the day. With the browser. Oh, and I don't remember what that was. Like, there for was hours, just fucking just. Doing oh yeah, a, a I don't remember what game. the the game was called but there was that stupid block game that was on the um ti calculators for forever oh yeah i had that i, I had that for yeah everyone yes. had it it's it oh, kind of reminds yeah. me of that no, in I a totally weird way yep but that's kind of cool uh we got some news on more of the free download games that are coming to ds the first one being yep. pokemon rumble world that was interesting pokemon yeah. rumble i actually owned the wii version and played it for oh, a it day good. and then never touched it again <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right it's yeah. really gimmicky you play as a pokemon toy and you just slap other pokemon toys and it's silly yep. it's goofy shit um it comes out on april 8th again that's a free download um and then we are getting we've known about this one for a while but it's uh puzzle and dragon z plus puzzle and dragon super mario bros edition which is a really weird rpg mm-hmm. bejeweled crossover thing so it looks like you level up a pokemon by fighting it but the only no this is mario 
Oh, well, that... Okay. Yeah, this is Mario. This one. Yeah. Okay. Still, though, it still has similar oh, features. Yeah. So, where like, the like, Mario one, how it works is, like, you're actually, like, using, like, Goombas and yeah, yeah, Koopas and stuff like that. Like, one of them was, like... Your Koopa evolved into a para Koopa riding a cheap cheap, and it <laughs> yeah, was like yeah. what? <laughs> and so like, basically through a fight you'll gain experience, but the way that the fight plays out is essentially like bejeweled, where you're just matching up blocks against somebody else, and whoever gets the higher score wins the fight. But oh, every time you successfully beat a combo, a, they think Pokemon a game Pokemon in Mario League. No, like I, I totally hear what you're saying. There's a game in Mario Party 10 that's just like that, where you that play against sense. the people. Like, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I can see there was one in um i think it, it was yeah. three or two that was like a little block match thing sure you remember which one oh regardless i don't know it's exactly like a game that i was playing free on my phone that was a puzzle quest uh marvel yep it's basically the same game same game that comes out on may 22nd and a demo will be coming out for the full game on april 30th we got the announcement that attack on titan humanity humanity and chains will be coming to the states it's another game that's been in Japan for a while. What What is this game? Like, what is its concept? Okay, well, so it's actually developed by Atlas. Those are the okay. same people who are doing the... Love it all. Love it to start Shinyama out with, Tensei. yeah. Um, you are playing as the Attack on Titan cast. Sure. Aaron, um, Mikasa, and all them yeah. taking down Titans. Yep. But, like, is it an action game? Is it, like, an RPG? It's like, tactics? an action third person not really in third person just camera third behind person action game i'll show you the trailer for okay. this it looks yeah, interesting see. i've heard like i've been reading through reviews of it it's like digital only digital only that's worth mentioning it's interesting it's cool that there's going to be local and online co-op modes yep 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 um okay. i'm curious of how that combat plays out because it's hard to tell from the trailer exactly what's going to be di- happening with your hands you right know? that's more or less my confusion with it um the interesting thing that was they're like oh yeah promo we're going to put the first two episodes of attack on titan on the nintendo Wii shop yeah, <laughs> just like some little kids is gonna stumble up on this and just be terrified. <laughs> like, yeah. He's eating so the fucking Titans eating his mom. And like, spray. Ah! <laughs> yeah. like Wide eyed like, in terror. What am I watching? This is not no. Just <laughs> <laughs> terrified. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, there's two new Street Pass games. Or no, sorry, I skipped something. We'll go. We'll we'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, two new Street Pass games: Angler Islands, which is fishing. Fishing with a hundred with a hundred and fifty. Po- I mean, fish, not Pokemon. Fish, <laughs> Pokemon. Catch them all. Catch them all. Gotta catch um, them. Yeah, you you get fish and bait from uh, street passing, and basically allows you to continue fishing and baiting more. That's great. <laughs> um, street pass is fucking addictive. It is. Katie loves. That's one of her favorite things on the DS. Yes. Um, Battleground Z is interesting. What's weird is the weapons that you're using is whatever you said your hobby was for your me. That's what it meant by like yeah. they're obsessed with hobbies. Oh my they're god! They're obsessed with yes. hobbies because say you say you enjoy baseball, your character's wielding a baseball bat, beating on zombies. <laughs> zombies. If you say you like music, your character's using a, a guitar to beat on yes. a zombie. Like it's, I approve. It's that sort of thing. Um, it looks super goofy. There's Street Pass Premium, which is a paid extension. Uh, add birthdays and pick VIP me's. I don't understand why you have to pay five dollars in order to assign birthdays to people. I don't know. Well, it it gives it the same status as a Wii U me. That the me the me's on the Wii U already have that. That's silly. Um, but yeah, those are two new games added. There's already like a bunch of really fun ones on there, but I haven't bought any of the additional ones. I just have, um, the puzzle one and the all find th- me. Oh, Katie had <laughs> a bunch of them about... for free. So no, you have to buy the other ones. No, Katie has a bunch of them for that she got for free. Really? Maybe yeah. they're free now. They weren't yeah. a while ago. 
um, find me is just so much fun for me because one of my friends at school, we street pass each other every single day. So like in find me, he's like like level like eighteen now. So we just like one hits everything and find me. It's just absolutely. Oh, is that the one where like you're in a dungeon? It's an RPG. Yeah, like you're like the king, but you're trapped or something. Yeah, I have that, and I'm like I'm stuck on this motherfucking ghost because I don't have the right colored shirt. That shit happens all the time. All the time. Katie is somewhere way higher than all that. Like she's almost fifty. God damn. That's street pass on her her route to work when she worked at the mall, and then having it at the mall. Oh my god! Yeah, oh man, she, she must uh, have been getting on like crazy. yeah, yeah. She would come home and be like on it for an hour, going through all the passes, just the passes. My thing was like I I did not have that enough, but the only place that I seemed to get like street pass stuff from was oddly enough the movie theater. I go That's to the movie theater <laughs> and I just okay. like I get like four or five guys and it's like I usually, Ryan is your friend. Yeah, yep. okay. Yep. I'm like I'm on campus usually for about like two three hours when I'm down there, and I usually get about. 10 15 yeah nice nice um there was a little bit more hype behind codenames team yeah only worthwhile thing that they mentioned during this which more is hilarious Marth. is that they're going to be printing more marth amiibos which they said May. before they kind of are just saying like yeah we that thing we said last direct we're still doing that thing we said last direct <laughs> there's the fire and the supply is going into it. Yeah, so. well, we'll just add a little bit more. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll fill a bucket this time as opposed yeah. to a... Right. <laughs> no, just like a cup. <laughs> there you go, like yeah. a cup this time, yeah. <laughs> we got um, what will most likely be our last um, trailer yeah. for Xenoblade 3D. Yeah. Ooh. Which actually launches cried. next week. You cried. Ooh. Oh, I'm so excited. You cried. Tears of joy. Cry. and That's no, my reaction to the next piece things. we're about to get into. Oh, well, absolutely. You need to calm down, sir. Let me finish mine, and you can go on to yours. Game launches next week. Um, I'm probably just going to hide for about a week. I know. And just try to play as much of that game as possible. Like you're going to do with this next game. But, yeah, Yeah. so with with, – real quick. So Xenoblade had a fantastic trailer. We got to see a little bit of the setup. We got to see how – Really good trailer. What's the sword's name? I I can't think. The Monado. The Monado is found, and then in turn, like, the development. And it actually got me kind of interested, like, okay. Like, there's a substantial story here. Clearly. Oh, this yeah. story is clearly insane. I was going to say. But the trailer set that up enough for me to yeah, go, yep, I can the tell. The trailer got me interested again. And what you were saying before got me even more interested. So I read up on the background lore of what's going on in this story. It's actually really, really in-depth and very, oh, very interesting. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a JRPG out with its roots. Right, yeah, right. It, but it's, like, it's really good. Like, it's not cheesy or corny or anything. It's, it's corny at really times. Good. Well, a lot of that but was in the little with things, the, um, but like the, the dialogue. Lord. Yeah, but, the, but like the deeper lore, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Really yeah, there's no cop-outs in the yeah. lore. No, so. none at all. Yeah, so now you get to uh, weep and cheer and chant God about the new damn. Fire Emblem game that's coming out. Holy shit, new Fire Emblem game looks amazing. Yeah, yeah it does. I, I was excited enough when I saw Awakenings trailer, but this just like... I actually shed a bit of a tear, and I'm sure I'm going to do that when I see the Star Wars Awakens trailer. Right. Um, when I get into a fan about something, I love it immensely and very, very deeply. That's how I feel about Fire Emblem. Like, I've mm-hmm. played all but two of the games now, including the Japanese ones. Um, fucking A. This game looks like it's taking everything that was successful about the last ones and adding a very unique spin, which is choose your own side and hopefully, deeper down the line, have even more RPG mechanics that were lightly, very, very lightly touched on in Awakening. Um, I think that's a good future for Fire Emblem because 
there's a lot going on in those games and if you had more choice over actions yeah that happened and the story at large you can make some really intriguing stuff pop up right so, so basically the whole tagline of it is you were born into one kingdom and raised by another so it's basically um the choice between loyalty or blood exactly yeah that's the deeper thing although they pitched it very poorly though they really concept, did but it which like, is you can choose the morality of glory or the morality of peace which is totally silly well and, and then and then clearly, they're characterized yeah they're characterized in a way so like black and peace white. has like these whites golds reds as their colors mm-hmm. and then glory is all black pale-faced people with dark purples as their colors and And i'm like like an aura about them that seems dark and menacing and i'm like like, glory shouldn't look evil it should just look like an alternate possibility like right i'm stoked still for this but i was just very much like no i agree that pitch was very poor but fortunately they still showed that like these characters which at the heart of any good fire emblem story it's the characters that you love that's really going to be the big choices that you make between who do you side with and which characters do you like the most, which even increases more playability and replayability. Exactly. To expand on that whole thing, like not only will there be differing sides of the story, it creates somewhat of a differing game in general. Um, The two sides of the Hoshido and the Nor. Um, Hoshido, they announced it's kind of more like past games. It's more accessible to people. It's more pick up and play. Uh, The Nor, which I want to say is the... Their glory. glory. Their glory, glory, yeah. Um, it's going to be a more complex story, more challenging, probably more in depth. So, it's probably your second game is what they're trying to yeah, lead to. I, I just, I hope they don't get hung up on <laughs> these philosophies of glory and peace. I hope they get hung up on the characters yeah, and I the agree. the antihero. If you do do Nor, they make it like an antihero storyline where like it's like different shades of gray to like yeah, these characters. They may have agree. some bad decisions, but ultimately they're that would be a for good touch good. actually if they go that I hope route. they're not completely like evil, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's I'm what I'm saying. So. Like I'm worried that that might be because the imagery is there. Yes. Side note, we never um, mentioned this, but this, this whole thing sprouted out that um, with past fire emblem and uh, fire emblem games, yep. it's usually been just like a set, um, main protagonist with a customizable character. This yes. for the first time, the customizable character or customizable character is the main protagonist. The main protagonist. I loved that. Yes. That yeah. is that is so awesome. Like Robin, Needed. yeah, Robin, quote unquote, because it could be any name. Yep. Robin in Fire Emblem Awakening was a very integral part of the story, but technically the larger story revolved around Crom and Lucina, mm-hmm. um, being that they are the big heroes of the, the tale. So that you are the main protagonist, you are the main hero, makes it so much more interesting. And I really hope they Compelling. take what they did. Yeah. yeah, I hope they take what they did with Awakening <clears throat> and just take it to the next level. And my only fear is that you've only seen your character in one age. Yeah. I hope, fingers crossed, that you can have children in this game and that oh, later they will be. Later something will happen. I'd like to see a three part act of this story. They've done it before in past games. Um, the chronology of the god saga or whatever it was mm-hmm. called. That one was one of the coolest things where you actually had your main characters that you played with die halfway in the 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 film and then their their babies 
grew up and you played as them taking the fight back to the kingdom that killed your parents and all of that it was like one of the coolest things ever i hope that something like that happens in this game yeah maybe not they all die or wasn't something, it how like, in awakening something. they handled it with like time travel time travel was awakenings yeah That's and i don't want time travel again in this i that was good for a one-off story agreed so, yeah, I'm that's very excited. Coming, that's coming 2016. Yeah, yep. that's the only bad thing that came from the announcement. It was like, we bad, have to wait just more. Disappointing. Yeah. I feel like it'll be first half. Spring. Spring. I have no Before doubt that spring. it'll launch in February like Awakening did. I bet you it'll be around the same time that Majora's came out this year. Probably. February, yeah. Yeah. Yep. E3 will be huge for them for this. This yep. will be one of their biggest parts of E3, honestly. Mm, I, I They've already the said that so there's bad. a lot of, that they're not, um, what was it? There was something they're not going to show at all mm. there. Um, that we announced along this. I forgot what it was off the top of my head, but there is something on our list here today. They've already confirmed will not be appearing whatsoever. And I, I, I don't. I think it's Zelda. Zelda's one, but they also said something else is definitely not going to show up at E3 whatsoever, which is I disappointing because the treehouse. Um, but I don't. Remember. The last thing I have about this game, though, oh, just yeah. because you mentioned it very briefly, um, I do hope they show more gameplay. But the gameplay they have shown is very, very exciting because they're taking traditional. Um, class layouts that they've established in past games and spinning them it looks like on their head in nice. a lot of cool ways and making the action scenes that happened in like Fire Emblem Awakening a little more like intense and action oriented which will be good I hope it's not the boring slash you know they did in past yeah. games so cool. anyway super cool love it and they are launching a um, a standalone app for Animal Crossing which is Happy Home Designer <laughs> which is arguably the best part about Animal Crossing the without, only thing worthwhile without all the bullshit weed pulling and mowing yeah, I hate yeah. but, Animal uh, Crossing but um, it's actually the way they're going to introduce Amiibo cards yeah which oh, no is kidding. it's rewritable cards yeah. but it's just in a card form and it's basically yeah. going to work like character on the card is an Animal Crossing character you're going to make a house for him and you're going to like complete their wishes and everything and it's cool. silly and it's cool it's similar to what they do with the uh, AR cards yep. yeah yep. so um, that will be coming out in 2015 alongside this they will be um, launching a card slash amiibo reader for yeah. 2ds's it's, and uh, the old 3ds's it's just a like a little disc shaped device that you set down and you get connected wirelessly with your uh, I 3ds i'm totally seeing like a card battle game coming out within the next year do you remember like the old like well digimon tamer did it and then pokemon pokemon had one for a while too but it was like there was a string like in the early 2000s where there was a bunch of games that were like and then get the card packs and it never panned out because it was always like slide the card yeah this very well possibly could just be a another wave of that failure (laughs) i hope it isn't i hope not not. but there's a part of it that just sees it it happening The final piece. I'm very stoked. But yes, I'll feel I, I, take this I, one. I, the final piece of the Nintendo Direct was some more <sighs> news about Mario Kart 8 DLC. Yeah, yeah. So it's great. Just a lot of this stuff was a lot of stuff that they're pushing farther, clo- like way closer. So a lot of stuff we were expecting May. Um, first thing is that the Animal Crossing DLC has been pushed up to April 23rd. So later this month, you'll be able to download that. Um, if you're like me and you got the uh, season pass. It should be on there. It'll yep. be on their day. Like you'll just sign in and it'll start going. Um, what's great is they keep adding more data about amiibo support with Mario Kart 8. It's always been silly. Your me wears a suit that looks like a character, but once I saw that Sonic one, I was like, "Fuck! I want that racing suit. It looks actually really cool. His helmet actually is fully spiked out and everything. It yeah. looks real cool." Um, 
but they're supplying more to, to cover more characters to make it more justified um that dlc pack consists of isabel villager and dry bowser along with four vehicles and eight additional courses isn't it the um is this the one where the blue falcon is coming no, I already have that. Oh, is that one already out? Already, already oh, yeah, no. Yeah. That thing is awesome. Yeah, it's on the, the Legend of Zelda DLC. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, Falcon Bonge. Yeah, the course is very stylized. The cha- it, Seasons will change with every time you play that level, which is cool. They put awesome. a lot of emphasis on the music, too, during the Yeah, direct. yeah, they yes. were very focused that they, re- they did a remix of the original Animal Crossing theme, but with live instruments. Yeah. None of it it's digital. Really cool. It does look Sounds really cool. The, that entire game, all all that the music on thing. that game is all live music, and it is better for it. it that Absolutely. soundtrack is incredible in Mario Kart Eight. Uh, the other thing they also uh, mentioned is that on April twenty third, they are releasing for free two hundred CC speed. Holy I finally watched uh, some additional trailers. There's a put side by side footage. of a couple. There's maps those ones, and they're insane. There was one I watched earlier that was just like new shortcuts, and that's all it was labeled. And basically, it was a level where uh, throughout the level, pieces fall off. It's the one where it's all lava. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And it started off on the first lap near the end is where they started the footage. This dude sets himself up, uses a boost mushroom to go across dirt and launch himself off, completely skipping an entire turn to then land right before the, the finish line. Holy crap. And then he just keeps going. And I was like... Just without the mushroom, he was skipping entire sections of the the levels with this it 200 looks cc. So fucking fast! Yeah, it's ridiculous. Insane. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be so difficult, but it's pretty cool. Um, last final note on that Animal Crossing DLC: If you have not bought the 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 season pass is twelve ninety nine, and the uh, individual packs per is seven ninety nine. Um, I'm stoked because I'm hoping that out of this DLC, I hope maybe E three they announce another set of dlc for racetracks i would be very happy do you think it's too early for another mario kart game yes even if it was on ds kind of okay um two or three years ago was the seven on ds and not long after probably about a year after that came out was when they announced eight and so it's like I'd rather just if it, uh, in this day and age, I would much rather just have another DLC pack of awesome tracks than a whole new game that's supposed to because tr- each new game you, you expect new uh, modes, new features of some kind. With eight, it was the eight power. With seven, it was like they they've gotten to the point where they're copying eight out. Eight power is so silly because it's just one more than the seven power, and the seven power is just as silly. It's seven. It's the same thing, but with seven instead oh, of eight. Oh, but now it's one eight. I know. Revolutionary. The other thing on eight that was kind of like the thing was the whole anti-grav levels. That was and cool. I feel like they haven't fully explored what they can do with that in reference to previous tracks. I was going to say, the DLC maps were very, very like kind of... I mean, I enjoyed them, but they were a little lame on those kind of like I environments the, that the, the regular one The has. dragon one. Dragon one's kind of but, cool, but I feel like you that, can't though. take it in well enough while you're doing it. And that's my problem with that one. I love the F Zero one for all the nostalgia of F Zero. F Zero was great, but again, like again, like yeah. you can't fully take it in because you're in the middle of a race. And then the same thing with the Legend of Zelda one. Like it's so hard to hit all three of those uh, rupee things to activate the jump so you could go over the Master Sword. So that's like cool you though almost, when you do it though. yeah i've only experienced it once personally when someone else has activated two of them and i hit the last one and went but again like i was just alluding to it's so hard for one person to hit all three boosts and then hit the jump like all in succession and i could i only imagine with 200 cc that's imp- physically impossible 
No, it's probably pro- possible. It's just stupid difficult. Well, you're probably right, but I just mean at the end of the day, like the way that you hit those boosts and then it forces you to spin and sends you off right. track, you're never like you're almost never. That's another thing that they um gonna get it. They talked about a lot is that breaking is going to be crucial to being able to complete these levels efficiently. And what they're more alluding to is the drifting, because the yeah. drifting, the way that works out. Um, like I was watching the guy go, and with that much speed, it's like having a permanent um mushroom on. It's oh just God. like that. Um, that's nuts and that's free i don't think that's free that. yeah, yeah well i did I, I mentioned that that piece is free the 200 cc is free but it's coming out the same day as animal crossing dlc correct and then uh yeah i'd really like just to kind of give a final thought on this i'd really love for them to announce maybe two new dlcs coming out across next fiscal year so e3 forward i'd like to see more like the legend of zelda and like the f-zero i'd love to see more maps themed with that and I'd franchise. also like to see more do remix tracks, Fox. HD Agreed. remix tracks yes. from the old games. Yes, yes. Like I looked, do a Star Fox map. Holy pack. shit, that would be fucking awesome. I would yeah. also like options to be able to run the tracks that specifically just the the retouching of um, N64's Rainbow Road. They have it set up where it's in three parts, so it's only one lap. Yeah, I would really love the option to just hit a button and be able to run it as a normal three lap oh, run so that would be then, good though. that's how i loved it though like if i'm going to be playing that on 200 cc that's not as long anymore that's true or on even 150 cc it's not that long anymore um i just remember playing that on 150 cc on the original n64 and it was eight and a half minutes for the entire race it's sad that you know that <laughs> yeah it is but that's how much i love that track and i would love to have the option to run it like i did but with the updated visuals all right, but yeah, I think that wraps it up for this week. Any final thoughts, you guys? Like, just across the board on Nintendo? I think we all have that. a franchise that was announced here that we're just really excited about. Yes. Like, we Smash have that Mario thing. Kart, yeah. Yeah. Xenoblade for me, even though it's just a real release and anything else, but it's still... Even though it was it announced two weeks is. ago, Zelda being pushed back was kind of just like, cool, fix, like, do what you need to do. Like, make it a better fix, game. Fix, add, whatever. I don't care. Do it. I yeah. just want, I mean, Metroid, like, since they said, like, Star Fox and these other things, Metroid basically has to be a d3 this i just year. need to Star hear Fox a confirmation yeah. about Mon- be metroid because we already know like they've talked about they want to do both they want to continue both versions of that game franchise mm-hmm. in a first person and third person or, or a 2d side scroller style so just give me some confirmation that you're doing that <laughs> i think this, happy. i think this direct made sense for the time that it was released in i mean we needed that they confirmation well, of fire emblem we needed that confirmation of shimigami tensi we needed that additional info on I, mario kart and smash i realized Xenoblade. something on, like, uh, it was all good realize on the first they do a direct every first week of a quarter yep mm-hmm. so e3 actually is the second or th- yeah second week of third quarter so e3 always lands for them the same time that they want to do a direct you'll see one in october you'll no. see one in january and you'll see one in e3 july is july june no june 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 because it's always Cause, the week of my birthday yeah i remember igm people were complaining that they had to go to e3 we when batman was originally released at june something something and now it's been pushed back to later in june it's, it's always june. the first week in june yeah doesn't add up oh, well anyways yeah, that doesn't work for your theory, though. But it's the first week of June. Still, though, regardless of that factor of it, it's it still lines up otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. So they always do an October announcement, a January announcement, a April announcement. 
I was looking in their archives, and sure enough, like everything else lined up perfectly. It's so it's just, just their, their E3 is, is skewed. supplement for that. Okay. It's skewed. It's yeah. not perfect lined up, though. But Yeah, they like to line up the rest of everything else right. with quarters. Um, so you can kind of just track that and expect when they're going to have more shit for you. Um, but yeah, uh, beyond that, um, I think that's it. Um, that's it. If you have any things you guys want to comment or questions or whatever, email us at geekdominationlisteners at gmail.com and uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, um, all the social medias. You can even subscribe early to YouTube. We just don't have anything on there right now. So we're working on it. We're, we're getting there. We have, we need time Yes, that we don't have. Yes. Time. That's always the thing that you run out of. Absolutely. Right? All the time. So we'll see you guys next week.